Hey folks, glad you liked Schwartzy. If you'd like, please support us by rating and reviewing the show on your podcatcher of choice. Also follow us on social media. We are at Schwartzy the Podcast, S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z-Y, the podcast on all the social medias. And lastly, tell a fellow Schwartzy fan. Do it. Do it. Come on. Kill me. I'm here. Come on. Do it now. Kill me. Schwartzy hello everyone and welcome to schwartzy the podcast the schwartzy show i'm your host malenko and i'm your host alex nice to meet you and today we have a very special guest today we have a guest his name hold on how do we do this because like i gotta i gotta say like uh, uh actor comedian yeah sure. screenwriter whatever you want uh playwright aspiring divorcee performer yeah Ooh, damn dude that's a good one <laughs> <That's harsh. laughs> Devin Elas. Eastlas. Eastlas. I, I, oh my God. You know, it's, See, I, it's okay, normal. Because I was going always for, like, I love Isla Fisher, so I thought yeah. it was Eyelas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was like a kind of like a Gaelic thing, but you were like, no, I'm Mexican. And yes, that's straight like, yeah. up Mexican. Yeah. It's a Spanish word. Yeah. Yeah. Eastlas. 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 Yeah. What does it mean? It's the plural for island. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Several islands. islands. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Devin. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. So, also, super fan of Schwartzy the podcast. I may have been waiting my whole life for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Can I ask you, Devin, uh, was the choice yours uh, to watch this or was it uh, like inflicted on you? Because it, it felt was, like uh, an infliction on me. Oh no, we're going to come from very different camps. This is one of my favorite movies. I mean, it's super good. I'm not going to say anything. Like, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. Um, yeah, tell me, this tell is me. entirely elected. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what was it that brought you to this movie? Um, it's probably one of the first movies I ever saw Schwartzy in. Really? To be completely honest. Yeah, I, I came in hard in the family Schwartzy zone growing up, and uh, <laughs> this was where I started, and I kind of listening to you guys pushed me back in a chronology that I'm not used to, which right. I thought was really cool. Nice. And uh, this, I don't know, I was really drawn to Batman as a kid for various reasons, probably the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because we were, oh. we, we told this story before. Thirsty for more. But we were drawn to Batman and Robin too, and Batman was the only uh, person that I ever got to be the hero in. So it was like when we would play uh, like with toys or when we would play with uh, like, you know, invent story, like pretend to be characters. Like, Malenko mm-hmm. would be uh, Woody and I'd be Buzz. Malenko would be Aww. Doc and I would be Marty. Don't worry, Marty! Even though Marty's really the main character of the movie. Um, yeah, but Doc's but, the fun one. But Doc is the fun one. Doc is the, the, the like, uh, uh, like guy, right? Uh, but with yeah, this, sure. with this, it was, uh, I was Batman always and my brother was Robin. Uh, well, yeah, I always wanted to be Robin because he was gayer. <laughs> he was way gayer. Yeah. So that was just, I just felt like that fit naturally. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But um, like, I mean, I'm happy for you getting to be Batman. That's the best. Yeah, I guess so. He's like, so I'm, I'm much more of a control freak and I have like terrible issues <laughs> with my parents and anger problems and I'm a psycho oh. and I'm a hardcore capitalist and I'm, you know, I hate poor people and want to beat them up and shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so spot on. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, so, some That's of that, what Batman like, wants to do. Like, some so of that bad. shit is true. Um, but um yeah, like I got, I got to say, like coming into this movie, I was, I, I didn't expect to, um, I like enjoy it. I enjoyed it. 
it's funny. It's like a really oh, dude, funny movie. I um, enjoyed this movie thoroughly. It was really fun. But 1997's Batman and Robin. Oh, it's good. But coming into mm. it too, I was like, holy shit, this is two hours and four minutes. Holy fuck. This movie fully <laughs> does not need to be uh, two hours and four minutes. The first thing that's amazing about the movie and the 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 incredible thing about Schwartz's fame at this point is that he gets <laughs> yes. fucking top billing. <laughs> I know, oh right? my the God. Name. I... I loved Schwartzy top billing and this was like amazing especially for the amount of screen time it was almost less screen time than like fucking Coda the Destroyer or what no no it was Red Sonja yeah I mean the, the weird thing is though is that like the movie is so much these it's really just like five different movies mashed into one like it, it really doesn't feel like a cohesive narrative at all for a lot of it it's like uh, I mean, we can get to that. I mean, the first scenes are like we get the bat nipples, the bat chest. Oh wait, um, hold on, hold on. Can we can we talk about the Warner Brothers logo that turns into the frozen Batman logo? Oh, yeah, totally. And then all of that beautiful, like, like carefully, carefully worked upon 3D animation. That was amazing. It the title really sequence good. is so cool. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Um. Wait, so our fucking stacked cast of Alicia Silverstone, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thurman, the guy who plays Alfred. Alfred Go. <laughs> um, okay, first, the dude's name is actually Alfred. But, but can we just say, like, Chris O'Donnell, the poor guy in this movie, had to, like, act the shit out of terrible, terrible dialogue. Like, he's not great. He's not a good actor. But holy fuck. Oh, my God. He got the worst of the worst line. He's such a piece of shit, this movie. Like, he's just the whiniest, shittiest dude in the world that keeps asking for, like, hey, Batman, just trust me, all right? Like, how could we be partners if you can't trust me? And it's like, whoa, dude, you're like an erratic maniac that I picked up off the fucking streets. Can I just say that one of the things that Joel Schumacher really understands about little kids is that they love different weapons and oh like changing like belts and different accessories. We noticed all of that shit as kids and like he was so like he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, it was totally. toy making. This whole movie was about toy making. It's incredible. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, the amount of, of cancerous makeup that Arnold Schwarzenegger had to wear on this. <laughs> Uh, was oh, just, oh like, don't you have to swallow battery acid? Uh, what? How did you guess? Yeah, that, okay, so, like, Real not had to, acid? but it incidentally did. Real acid? My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Uh, like, <laughs> the, you know the, the light on his mouth thing? The light, that, like, yeah, the light in his mouth. That's what I figured. So, go ahead. The rig would leak battery acid, and he got it in his mouth for, like, the first half of the filming. It's insane. Real acid? Oh, Jesus. no, how did you guess? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. My God. I just like, honestly, like the, I, I was telling my brother, like as, as watching the movie, I was getting cancer through the fucking video, like him wearing that makeup. I was just like, like, he's going to end up like the fucking Tin Man where it's like, oh, like I'm just dying from this years later. But his, his, uh, first of all, he's bald in it, which is interesting. Uh, Schwartz oh, bald is very cool. Bald Schwartzy. Really no cool. eyebrows, Schwartzy. No eyebrows, He, he looks normal without eyebrows. He, he looks fine. He does. He, I was just like, I, it so seemed like I was like, is Schwartzy getting ready for RuPaul's Drag Race? She's so wild, no animal. She's gonna work that sexy 
<laughs> because this entire movie, I was thinking about RuPaul's Drag Race. I was just going to say this movie is like so cosplay, so over the top. It's so gay camp and I fucking love it yeah, so for sure, much. For sure. It, it's like in in the, the, it's so, it was it pained me. Like it's funny to hear Joel Schumacher uh, uh, apologize for the movie and he doesn't really apologize for it. It's like if the fans didn't really want it this way, like I'm sorry that I made it. But at the same time, like it bums me out because you, he really did try something uh uh i'm different i don't know how to how to put it but like <laughs> like he tried something that was like this is a reference to uh, the 1960 this is what he fucking grew up with and like i like yeah, that totally the 60s show, show like it's funny it's like a dumb like that's the only kind of batman I don't know, man. Like I, I was looking, like I was looking through some of the other, like, like sifting through some of the other Batman portrayals of, uh, like, in different media, and it's just like anything. I realized that anything that you can't shoot in a wide shot will just end up being stupid looking. You know what I mean? And Batman always looks dumb. Like that's the weird thing about the serious Batman. <laughs> Batman's like, if, imagine any scene in the Christopher Nolan Batmans where it's like a wide shot of him normally walking down the street in a fucking Batman suit. It's insane. It's insane. Right. So that's why you have yeah, to do it in darkness. It's, like, it's, it's like how you see that guy who's like the Brampton Batman and you see like all this like awkward phone footage of him and you're just like, Oh no, this is too real. It's, it's too, too real. Like, yeah. And, and he's wearing the like, kind of like, more TV suit. Like, it's like not just a crappy Batman costume. It's like a legit Batman costume. Yeah, totally. And it's totally. like, oh, why does this look so weird? Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. The interesting thing but too about he's in wide, he's in wide so much in this. Oh, movie. so much in it, and it's always hilarious. All of it's so funny. Um, also, this was the first movie that acknowledges the makeup in their eyes. Like, oh, yeah, in their <laughs> eyes. Yeah. And it's oh. like, oh yeah, like so if you had to like put, go, if you cut to a scene of Chris O'Donnell and fucking George Clooney. <laughs> In a like a room before changing into their bat suits, putting on makeup, it just seems like such an odd <laughs> idea. Like just a guy putting on a costume to to totally. fight crime, you know, rather than like totally. I don't know, mil, I don't know, psycho military garb or something like that. But what I love that happen? about this movie. Oh yeah, that's I love that about, about this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think it fully commits to this weird magical reality without having you have to have everything justified. That's exactly what know? it is. Yeah, totally, totally. And it's and it's really nice. Um, but also, like, part of the reason uh, uh, something uh, like the new Joker movie, why, why it's so, like, could be interpreted as so uh, uh, menacing is because all those that kind of stuff is included, but it's like a sad sack fucking loser who's i don't know we can talk about that that one a different time um but yeah like it, chris o'donnell's first line immediately just irritated the shit out of me where it's just like really? i want a car and it's just I like i love that line oh, of oh man <laughs> I, I i liked it too it man it sets up the it's camp funny. so hard <laughs> yeah like the, I, I want a car too this is why superman works alone is so good <laughs> After such a serious, like, intense open with, like, the super cool graphics and the moody, like, fog and shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's, like, high camp oh, right yeah. out the totally. gate. Totally. Oh, it's great. And um, then the oldest Alfred ever. And in my opinion, the best Alfred. Because this is the guy that's been in the most Batman movies. <laughs> yeah, he like, was the last three, right? He was in the, the four, I four, think. Yeah. I think yeah, he was in he was all in of all them. all four. He's the only consistent one. 
in all of them. Can I can I also just say like this is where uh, Alfred shines because of the subplot that that's included. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you mean so Alfred, many- the main character yeah. of this movie? <laughs> there's so many the main characters of their own movie. This is what I'm saying. Like, there's five different people in this movie that have like these individual arcs, but. First of all, no. We find out that no one actually gives a shit about Alfred at all. Uh, oh, dude, this ever movie. at all? And the girl, no. she loves him. <laughs> oh, we'll get she to her, her weird thing with oh, oh her daddy dom relationship yeah. with Alfred. So weird, so weird. Not just that, but but uh, you know, like don't wait up, Al. And he's like, I'll cancel the pizza. And it's like, why did you order pizza then? Who ordered pizza? <laughs> and dude, also, the also economy t- of the storytelling of him. Oh, sorry. To- no, no, I was going to say. Let's, uh, okay. uh, let me, uh, I'll, I'll get one second. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, somebody had to engineer and architect this entire bat cave. This person couldn't do this by himself. And like, oh where God. are those contractors? How do they not reveal with giant bats and neon <laughs> Bat symbols and Robin symbols. Nobody was like, oh, we're building fucking Batman's cave, obviously. You know what I mean? I think they did the hotel in California thing where you like brick up the people who built it in a wall and they're just dead. <laughs> they're just like in the cave dead somewhere. It they seems build like them it. into the cave? Yeah. Oh no. Um <laughs> It happened, it's real. I mean, that's why I guess the whole thing with Morgan Freeman's character in the newer Batmans makes it make more sense because like it's Batman's agent Q. Oh yeah, totally. totally. Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, like it's it's odd because you you were about to say I'm so sorry for interrupting. You were about to say like Alfred Go is dying, like Alfred is fucking dying in the in the movie, and like yeah, the, like when, right the, away he's dying. Right away they just set him up as like this frail, sick, and dying old man, and it's like man, this guy's fucking in his seventies or something, and he's still working. Like leave him the fuck alone. Like let him live. You seriously, know what I mean? seriously. Did you notice as he got sicker and sicker through the movie, his lips got wetter and looser? Oh, oh no. It there is was, so uncomfortable to watch. There were so many slightly open mouth moments that were just like yes. the juiciest lippy moments. Uh, and then this this is the thing. This I, I don't understand the chronology of this movie because then Commissioner, they're leaving. They're leaving to fight crime. And then Commissioner Gordon comes onto the screen and is like, Batman, there's a new villain yes. in town. Uh, where are they going? And it's like, what do you mean? Where are you going now? Who are you going to fight now? Didn't you know about this? Why was he leaving? Why was he leaving? Why was the pizza canceled? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like outrageous. And also they're referring to criminals as villains. Jesus, this just seems like like some dystopian future. Like, it's so odd. And he's like, he's calling himself Mr. Free. Calling himself Mr. Freeze. (laughs) It's. I think that the mo- the movie is like somewhat subtly satirical in that way because I oh, think he totally. is going for a dystopian critique of things. Like it's so Ayn Randian in its like scale. Oh, totally. 100%. The entire. That's the such a good observation. It's so libertarian. This yeah. movie is so libertarian. But it's so critical of the libertarians. Completely. Like, I have a thesis going forward that I think Freeze and Ivy are the heroes of this movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. I totally think that as well. Yeah. It's true. Totally. It's true. And it's 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 bizarre. Like like the sort of the architecture of everything is like an exploded version of the first two Batman uh, movies. Yeah. You mean like a like a 
a city realization of the movie death in venice <laughs> yeah pretty, yeah pretty much yeah exactly exactly where where it's like, just like just puts these like beautiful statuesque bodies all over the place and but it's, it's like not even just bodies, oh, it's i men. did it for the it's art like, it's like it's, it's all men it's, it's all men. men it's not like yeah. like it's but i mean it was all cool looking like the the architecture shit looked it was like a funhouse mirror version of of what came before uh, the, in the series, I, I fully like think to myself like, oh man, like this is this is cool. This is an interesting yeah. uh, uh, thing in this movie. Um, it's also too long though. It's just too long, oh, dude. God, and, it's and so the long. puns, holy shit! We get to our okay, first no. fucking pun. Schwartzy yeah. says the first line. The satisfying to me as uh, coming is the Iceman cometh. Every time oh, I work so out, good. the Iceman cometh. That's what I thought oh, of immediately. It's, it's so oh. epic. It's so epic. It's every his first five lines in the movie are puns. It's oh, just t- straight pun delivery. I feel it's like incredible. the entire movie is just pun delivery. Like he has some exposition. Oh, that totally. Is it. It's puns and exposition. Guys, I love the um, oversized mall cop suits oh, of yeah. the like many many mall cops in this movie totally why were there so many mall cops in this movie well it's weird like this seemed to exist in a time where like cops weren't so militarized as they are now like where they all have to look a specific way like this is just like dumpy you know serbian looking cops where it's just like (laughs) totally serbian looking cops they look exactly like 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 like, (laughs) with like kind of like not properly like uh i guess um kind of like tailored suits yeah, like, like oversized not, it, collars it's like not intimidating to see be like mm-hmm. be next to them and stuff they're all kind of slouchy um so mr freeze <laughs> is in a museum stealing diamonds or gems or whatever to power the his gotham suit. natural history museum yeah <laughs> he's after a giant diamond to fuel his ice laser because it, it is it, cryogenically freezes using ice yeah and guys i love the outfit he's wearing the terminator blue oh my god he was so chic in the terminator blue with the glowing pecs the costume design in this movie is unbelievable unbelievable he looks incredible not only the costume design the production design this movie is there's so much incredible attention to detail that i was like i was enjoying watching this movie just to like spot all the little like bat symboled things oh in this scene specifically when they go into the museum did you see when robin breaks through the door to like enter the fight he leaves behind the robin symbol the ro- oh my god he breaks through it amazing, amazing amazing it was so funny and also um so schwartzy's like beating up uh fucking mall cops while like rastafarian hockey players are like <laughs> like playing hockey um, <laughs> yes, the hockey gang, like uh, and fighting oh, each I other. I love these punk hosers; they're incredible. It's so weird. Is it because they look like they have dreads? Yeah, they look like they have dreads. Yeah, but like oh also they look like football player, like yeah. hockey player dudes. It's weird. They're, I like I like the henchmen. I like they. It seemed like it was a very much a putty situation. Oh, totally a putty situation. Where it's like, why aren't henchmen? Like, if you're gonna be themed, I guess like, but like there was no theme even with them. They were just like, oh. Oh, these are just like also throughout the movie he's just like Schwartz he's just fucking torturing all of them everybody gets he fucking has, tortured in this movie he, 
he has no respect for his henchmen. He no. like straight up kills them left, right, and center, being like, "I don't care. You're not real. I'm here for my wife." That's his whole. <laughs> yeah, shit. totally. Uh, the That's weird eyes shit. that Schwartzy has uh, that are yes. also clearly poisoning him. Um, the, <laughs> the, the part where where the, he pulls one of the cop is like begging for mercy, and he goes mercy. Like he has some great fucking <laughs> lines in this movie that you would never put in Schwartzy's mouth ever else anywhere. Totally, else. and he delivers it so. So perfectly. so perfectly. I think his if performance it was just is incredible. Mo- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying I think his performance of those lines is just like perfect. He oh, really believes the puns. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like if I just got a full movie of either any one individual one of these characters, I think it would be actually like incredible. Like like his yeah. performance alone is such a weird powerhouse of a performance that makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> like, um, one, one of the how did you guess is... How did you guess? Uh, is that the original Mr. Freeze is a German guy. Like, he he's yeah. like in the 60s Batman. He had, like, red hair. Um, yeah. And they just kind of painted him, like, a pale Frosty the Snowman color. Um, yeah. And, like, but it, it's it's interesting that, that even with that specific detail, it makes me respect the movie a lot more because it really is... Despite all the like toy shit, the manufacturing shit, it really does feel like a directed movie. Like it feels like I'm directing mm-hmm. this. I'm making this different than the the what's it called Tim Burton movies. Uh, the way he's paying attention to storytelling in this movie is he's really committed, and I think that's what really like sort of sells. Oh, I the totally disagree. I oh, totally okay. disagree. I disagree. I don't disagree because, like, I, I do think that there's commitment to this movie, but it's two very separate movies uh, from beginning to end. It, it's it, fair enough. It's like it inter. It doesn't work as a plot on its own. It's everybody's very convincing weirdness that combines into this like magical thing that makes this movie. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, but I I actually disagree with that because I think that despite that he's telling the story well because he's sort of making you feel all of these different things by showing you what's what he's intending it to tell you and even though like you say it's like kind of a soup of like little plots i think like i felt like the trajectory of these characters even though it was really haphazard and thrown to the wind yeah Yeah, no i i think it's interesting i think you can lens this movie as a means of the director kind of analyzing his own uh, identity through these characters. I think oh, yeah. it's oddly like like Oscar Wilde's best work, The Portrait of Dorian Gray. I think it's really similar in terms of how he looks at himself. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's really uh that's yeah, I mean I, I could I could definitely see that. I just I get I guess like in my mind it's like um Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze's wife, uh Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy's weird relationship with Bane, Bane who's nothing, uh Alfred, <laughs> uh Alfred's niece, uh Alfred's niece becoming Batgirl, uh the contentious relationship between uh uh what's it called? Batman and Robin. You know, it's just like holy fuck, like yeah, I'm there's like so much. It, so many things happen in this movie and it's just it's it's incredible that that it works at all at all uh and that's true i think that's a testament to sort of joel schumacher's amazing filmmaking in this movie (laughs) because even with all of the things you just mentioned there's so much space and room made for the outrageous action sequences that are so like 
he managed to make like tough guy action look so gay yeah. like oh. the gayest ever because there's oh. so much like glorious flying well, it's and glorious like, fly- yeah, like it's all dance right it's not it, even like it, it is it feels like this movie feels like it was doing jazz hands at me the entire time. <laughs> totally, totally. And this is two oh. minutes in the movie. Like we haven't got. Like this is literally two minutes of the movie. He goes. Once totally. he goes, I'm afraid my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. And it's like, whoa, dude! Like you are a fucking brutal person. You are just like a shitty ass fucking person. And um, he, talk- he tosses the guy right into the ceiling. Like that's the next move. He totally. tosses the guy to the ceiling to catch his gun. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then Batman and Robin shoot out skates from their shoes. That's probably my favorite moment in this entire movie. <laughs> it, that they have matching footwear that is hidden in their already matching footwear. <laughs> yeah. It is the gayest moment, and it just delighted every part of me. Oh my god! Batman hockey fights with a bunch of guys, and Robin. Uh... Oh shit! Sorry. Also, hockey fights with a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. totally. And then Robin uh, the- fucking gets the the gem all of a sudden and fucking goes up to Batman. And he's like, I've got mine. How about yours? Uh, and and like, it's just like, okay, the thing that did fucking irritate oh. me about this movie, everybody needs to talk all the time in this movie. Oh, man, yeah. The entire movie is just so heavy dialogue. People are just talking at each other, being so casual with each other. And it's like, whoa, dude, like, you're, like, an intense... Like, there are people dying around you, literally. Um, mm-hmm. These people... I so- love... I love the... the Where... Um, I loved where Mr. Freeze freezes the brachiosaurus and then they slide down the brachiosaurus's oh, neck so oh, amazing. like it's so the kind of thing that i want to see like yeah. i want to see a brachiosaurus get frozen and somebody slide down the brachiosaurus well also totally. like the stand and deliver punchlines that he has in these moments like you have so many moments <laughs> where like the action stops just so you can stand and deliver a setup and punchline oh totally <laughs> totally and it's like no one's doing anything to stop these people from like having their banter they're all just kind of waiting around mm. Oh yeah, this is this is how I, I define uh, new metal Rastafarian hockey players. That was my description. <laughs> That's probably the most apt description I could think of for that. Um, oh my god! This was interesting because Schwartzy's playing the first villain he's played in what twelve years at this point, right? That's true. Yeah. What was his last villain? Terminator. Terminator. <clears throat> the Which is Terminator. crazy. Yeah, Terminator. Um, yeah, I mean, people are, like, it's weird. Like, people are, the, the villains are literally dancing the entire time. It's cool. Like, it, it's like, it does feel very much um, of the 60s in that, like, you know, pow, pang, you know, that kind of thing. But, like... Did you hear the sound effects that actually, like, fully ground that out? Like, yeah, there's points when they hit their heads. The totally. sound effects in this movie are amazing. They're yeah. hilarious. <laughs> That attention to detail is, to me, like, you know, you can't watch this movie and think it wasn't so thought out. Even though, like you said, it's such a mess with the story. It's just like the fact that it is so thought out, you're just like, oh, I believe this world. It plays out like a comic book Mm -hmm. completely. It does. It it does. It plays out like pages in a comic book, even like the multiple stories. It's just like keeping a small child's interest. It feels like. Like it's so the the comic book comment, actually, like it makes so much sense. It like really is grounded to me in the exact next scene when they're up in the air in that rocket that they're like freeze is making off with oh because he fucking launches a rocket 
What? Which is like, amazing. But he has a he has a car that he drives, yes. and he has a rocket in the car. He uh, has an armored vehicle that he drives. Just for this situation where he knows Batman is going to follow him in the rocket, and they'll fly up into the air, and he'll explode the rocket and tie Batman to... It's so outrageous. It's so outrageous. I um, find this just as plausible as having skates already ready in your boots. <laughs> just in case. I find this just as plausible as shark repellent spray. Oh, totally, yeah. That Fully was, the same universe. <laughs> immediately, immediately the best thing. And also the henchmen are just so recklessly playing hockey with the giant diamond. It's like, whoa, oh, dude, yeah. like this is for your hen... This is why your boss is killing you left, right, and center. Like you're not doing your jobs right. I think I, in my head, they're all research TAs. Like they're all just like, they're there at the lab trying to get their hours in and they're not getting paid. So they're just there for fun. Robin gets frozen. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That That's doesn't happen later. Yet. That's a that, lot later. Yeah, that doesn't happen yet. What happens is uh, Robin fucking pole vaults or some shit over Schwartzy and like th- he grabs the gem. God, Chris O'Donnell was so fucking punchable in this movie. Like, do you so like Chris punchable. O'Donnell? He's so fucking punchable. Okay, this is, uh, I may or may not have really, really learned that I'm gay by watching him in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell us that story. (laughs) I've grown out of it now, but uh, 100% had a sexual awakening to Chris O'Donnell in this movie. He is so hot in this movie to me. It's dumb. I, hey, I'm not gonna, too much. I, I'm not gonna say that he's not an attractive dude in this. Like, he, he's got a way, he's not like a Bradley Cooper punchable face. Cause Bradley Cooper's a good looking guy too. But like, it's, it's less, god damn, I blocked this name out, but do you, he reminds me so much of, you know what, Sylvester Stallone, screw you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Like punchable in that kind of way. Um, that's hilarious. Anyway. I, I totally agree. I think he's a wiener. Like, as of now, when you watch it, you're like, oh, what a shithead. But at the time, as a child, oh yeah, he was the daddy I wanted. <laughs> um, so they blow up into the sky, mm-hmm. and Robin's scaling the side of this rocket. Because he wanted to be included. He yeah. only wants to be included in this movie. He he's, just wants you, a family. He just wants a dad shaft, and also guys. a brother. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's he totally did not working forget the, the balls either because he started low and went up high. It was exactly, great. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Batman is in the rocket with Freeze. Uh, and then instead of fucking freezing him to death, he freezes his arms and then tells him his plan, which they repeat so many times in the movie. Everybody's just telling people their plans all the amount of people who talk to themselves to exposit their plans in this movie (laughs) like ivy speaks purely to herself the entire film yeah and purely in expository dialogue oh Oh, absolutely um uh, then schwartzy has this line where he's like at thirty-eight thousand feet your heart will freeze and beat no more um like the line is like why, like, what do you mean? Why are you freezing him now? You could just kill him now and, like, have your plan be done. His love for drama, I think, is explained later in many character moments where you see just how much he cares about art and artistry and poetic justice. Oh, totally, totally. Um, he wants to be heard as much as anything in this movie. Like, he just wants yeah. everybody to, like, listen to him and love him. Um, yeah. Uh, but then... Uh, uh, the, also, the amount of snark between uh, characters is just like, so Robin gets into the fucking ship finally. Is that what happens? Yeah, it's uh, Batman gets frozen, Freeze hops out, 
Robin pops in and is like, uh, thought you could use some help. And he's like, I thought you were going to be rounding out some thugs. And he's like, you can't say thank you. You can't just thank me in this moment. I, yeah, and Which, it's like, I totally get Robin being like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I, I was here just like fucking I saved you, you asshole. Um, I think their dynamic reads entirely as a couple. Like they are a paired union that are romantically frustrated with each other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They need to open it up a little bit uh, for it to start working because they're just like such dicks to each other. Oh, such dicks. Can we like talk about how that rocket blows out of the sky and it doesn't land on anyone? Like, it doesn't kill people or anything? And then Batman and Robin's surfboard out of okay. the sky? The windsurfing is incredible. And oh my Mr. God. Freeze's butterfly wings that are, like, I, stunning. I love that. And they land on his wings. Oh, it's so And good. he detaches them. Everything about this was so good. It and was so good. I don't know if you caught this. There's like a weird physics problem in this movie. Shocking. Uh, when he <laughs> freezes people, they don't move, right? Like freeze is just freezing people. They're inert and they just get frosted. But he uses the same de- beam to slow his drop in oh, this moment. So he yeah, lands totally, softly. Totally. Yeah. Like, and, and Batman fucking puts a bat bomb. Like people are referring to bat things in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. I love it. Um, yeah, they surf through the air and then Robin fucking hits some buildings and it's like, Calabunga and fucking Mr. Freeze like lowers him da- himself down into a furnace. I guess this was all part of the plan. Like, was there a plan? I, like, that's the crazy thing where it's like, um, and, it is and, very like, uncertain. He, 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 like, gets into the, the furnace, which has magically has doors in them, and he's, like, running it's, through the doors. It's I also bet. fully winter down there. Like, there's blowing snow. They're running through a blizzard. <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, because he froze it. Because he froze. That's why. He was That's shooting why one room. One room. And they go through, like, ten. And this is where Robin gets frozen. Robin yeah, gets frozen. Exactly, exactly. And we it's, learned the 11 minute rule. The 11 minute <laughs> the rules, man. The so amount good. of time 11 minutes is mentioned in this movie. <laughs> oh it's my so god. Good. Oh my god. Um and and it's like uh Mr. Freeze po- poses this like almost like the, like Riddler in fucking Rid- the other mo- Batman movie. Um all of them all the Joel Schumacher villains seem completely the same to me, completely interchangeable uh-huh. and the same. Uh, uh, I mean, they do have personalities or whatever, but it's like, they all they have like, the same motivations usually. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. But he's like, he goes, can you be cold, Batman? You have 11 minutes to thaw the bird. What will you do? Chase the villain or save the bird? Your emotions <laughs> make you weak. That's why the day is mine. I'll kill you next time. And it's like, but why? Why? Can You're I just there. can I just say, Alex, that that as you were doing that, Devin was like miming the entire thing with you. <laughs> I was miming like, it too. I was lip syncing the whole thing with you. <laughs> perfectly lip synced it, like with actions and everything. No sachet away. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, I may have watched this movie four times this week to get oh, prepared. Incredible, incredible. Uh, the the and and the amazing thing. Obviously, Batman's going to take the high road. He's going to fucking save his really annoying partner. Oh, Um, God. But he lifts him. Boy Robin is so much this time. He lifts him. Yeah, he lifts him so easily. easily. As if, like, an icicle of a person wouldn't be the weight of the person plus the icicle. (laughs) Are you questioning George Clooney's upper body strength? Yes, I am. And I'm questioning the choice of George Clooney for this role. (laughs) No. No. Oh, Would dude. you like Val Kilmer point like 2.0? Yes, actually. Okay. <laughs> My I, favorite I just... Batman. So 
say that that he to me uh to your point about him them being a couple i like i get that but he seems so sexless to me in this movie. Like he's so totally, not attractive, totally. not he's like so, a fuck yeah, boy, yes. not like a you know like a hoary guy. Like like yeah. they try and put it off that way, but he's just so so milk toast in this movie and not yeah. charming at all. Oh, he's he's not, kind of he's a like anti charm. He is. There's- yeah, I think there's a moment that really captures just how not sexy George Clooney is in this role, which is later in the press conference. With oh, Elle totally. McPherson. Yes. Totally. Oh, we, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so he heats up water with a laser gun <laughs> and throws Robin and, and like thaws Robin out. And then Batman. Like, totally fine, by the way. Robin is totally yeah. fucking fine. Well, like, it was no less than 11 minutes. That's, pr- that's been established. <laughs> he's just like, did we get him? And it's like, whoa, dude, you need to go to the hospital right now. <laughs> I think they address that by putting his feet in warm water in, in the whoa, exact next scene. Which would totally be uh, the thing that that uh, saves somebody. It's it's warm water, yeah. like old school towels. Like so much of this is like, is this set in like the 1940s or the 90s or some I, Ayn Randian deep future, you know? It, it kind of borrows from so many weird eras of reference, like Dick Tracy, kind of like, like oh. the detective novels of Dick Tracy. And then you get like the Ayn Randian fountainhead kind of libertarian society but then you get this like weird almost mad max post-punk underground totally 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 i love that so speaking to that we cut to i love anytime there's like jungle stuff in this movie oh, yeah. oh, there's so much jungle <gasps> shit in like, this movie okay so oh. except for when it's overtly racist which we'll get to but yes. like let's talk about this like underground like i guess science lab that's also like a uh, uh, forest and yeah, there's like, like this like mad scientist vegan. i cannot say enough how much i think uma thurman is probably the winner of this movie to me totally Definitely. the winner of this movie she her performance is unbelievably bad but so good in it so good yeah, so good like, totally. the character commitment she goes through and her whole arc like that she's in south america studying plants right now and his named Pamela Isley and eventually becomes Ivy is so good. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. Um, and the reveal that the doctor is using like <laughs> snake venom for a secret experiment is amazing. The mad scientist holding a press conference and then like he's like talking to the ununited nations. Did you clock how racist the ununited nations is? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, you oh, better man. believe it. You better but, believe like, I did. But here, here's the interesting thing about like because uh, if, if if this is the thing that you're talking about that's that's overtly racist, I definitely agree. I definitely think so. I don't think there's more. There's is there more. more? I, I can't there's remember anything else. Like this was like hyper, like a very oh, quick where it just like showed a bunch of people that were just stereotypes of each other, and it's just yeah, like, totally. whoa, dude, this is so brutal. Um, he puts the bane mask on the guy, and then he like like pours poison into his body Beats <laughs> to him, make says, him time to scream and then immediate is like ooh turbo show off for daddy it's so the lines that he performs in oh this my scene God. he's incredible <laughs> he's like so crazy it's believable and the cg blob that oh. turns into like the muscle <laughs> i like it with, with the green vascular veins do you know who that guy is the guy who plays bane who so a little how did you guess how did you guess it's uh jeff swanson or jeep swanson a like uh wwf wrestler who went up against hulk hogan oh nice. back in the day and died one movie after this movie 
Whoa. He died in 1997. Whoa. Yeah, he had the biggest biceps on record in the world at the time that they filmed this. That's unbelievable. So cool, right? Why and did also he die? Sad. Sorry? Why did he die? Heart the disease. steroids? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> caused by steroids? <laughs> Sorry, we shouldn't laugh at, at somebody dying uh, from steroids. Um, uh, another, how did you guess? How did you guess? John Glover, who plays the doctor, uh, has been in so many so many fucking batman or batman adjacent things he played the riddler on several of the batman as the voice of the of um the batman the animated series uh mm -hmm. he was uh lex luthor's dad in, yeah, smallville, in smallville um yeah. which is crazy. like i mean he's been in so he's been in more too uh he was in shazam recently um which is also like batman adjacent like such an odd like career this dude has had but they lo like warner bros loves keeping those people like in the the fray also like the weird thing is i don't know if you know anything about like comics um antonio diego like the guy who's like bane or whatever like that dude's like smart he's not like a dumb character he's like supposed to be like the guy who broke batman or whatever um yeah. but it's kind of fun to watch him as just kind of like a moron who repeats just like like line like literally he just like a dumb guy repeats lines it's really really funny throughout um, i kind of love this version of bane because he's like sex idiot bane he's just walking around being huge and like convenient and repeats the most important part of any sentence near him well yeah, joel schumacher sure. did direct this movie <laughs> <laughs> um the yeah the 90s trope of like jelly bodies turning into other jelly bodies oh, um i love the jelly bodies she wants to protect plants from extinction and she thinks that uh he's corrupted her research uh the the, the doctor so she calls him a psycho and then he says like that he's not good at rejection and that she'll have to die. So he pushes her into a table and it's but like, really, but right before that, he tries to fucking fuck her too. Like, it's so creepy, yeah. dude. Like, totally, it's like, totally. it's like, he's like so close to her mouth and then is like called a psycho and just immediately it's triggered and fucking pushes her into the, like, and then it's like, so like, yes, yes. Let the ground swell take you. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, dude, like this is your lab. Isn't this supposed to be fucking clean and like, not like everything looks like it can cause you an infection in this place like fully just like is this what people think where are they again brazil south america south america this, this is what they people don't think say anyway it's like, just like generally yeah south america. Just southern america <laughs> yeah exactly it's so weird it's so weird and all the poisons and the toxins go into her body uh, Robin gets it cuts back to Robin with his feet in hot water um, and in the Batcave and dying Alfred giving him towels and shit like he's like oh. in the Batcave and like they're like oh we gotta get freeze and like he's just dying the whole time like honestly um, George Clooney and then you get makes... a bunch of like really good Schwartzy face acting in the background because it's oh. just videos of him slowly becoming freeze eventually Oh, I loved it. So much it. silent acting from him. I loved it. When when you hear him, like, scream as he falls into the, like, liquid nitrogen. Oh, that's um, so good. And then he... And like, gets the, like, <laughs> the cancer-causing chemicals on his face. <laughs> well, it's just like, he's just, like, screaming. And then it's, like, something about mutating. And it's like, I guess, I guess that could, this could happen. But Alfred is truly ever the fucking trooper. He's truly the, mm -hmm. the like, star of the, the movie. Like, he's dying in the corner. And he's just like, man, take a day off. 
Like this is yeah, the real this is the real critique of capitalism that my brother fucking wants in every other fucking movie. But this is the one. <laughs> this is like an exploited it so guy so who, who's just like doing his fucking job and totally brainwashed into believing like, oh man, like I'm I yeah, I'm helping. I'm just a, a, a man trying to help this this person, you know? And it's like, Jesus, dude, like you're fucked, man. Like this family has fucked you forever. This well, sucks. there's so many there's so many lines in this movie where Alfred is sort of saying that he's done something for the greater good. It's mm-hmm. like really kind of ideological almost. It's like, no, no, this is my place. This is what I, you know, I don't totally, know. It, it, totally. It was very tragic. Like Alfred was a tragic hero in this movie. Fully. He, so sad. A- after like, what's his name? Uh, George Clooney then is like, uh, you know, pissy and mad at, at Robin. And it's like, after you spend time in the simulator, which again, like simulator. Okay, As punishment. Like, punish- sending yeah. him to the simulator. That's yeah. so weird. Totally, so totally. daddy dynamics. And it's like uh, it, the line, dude, this is the line that, and this is all commas. There's no periods in between the sentences. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Don't get all protective on me. I won't, it won't happen again. It's like, whoa, dude, like this guy has such an uphill battle with this dialogue. And he's like, again, not the best actor but fuck dude he has got the chris o'donnell the worst dialogue it's so brutal i think he shares that with a uh, batgirl batgirl has some fucking lines in this Ooh. movie that are hard to listen to chicks like you give women a bad name oh my Ooh. god oh my god and like the characterization this is where i okay so in this movie her characterization. Okay, can we, uh, like, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just wait for Cher Horowitz to show up. It'll be fine. She's my friend because we both know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, good meaning. Um, like, the, the idea of, like, how am I supposed to, how are we supposed to work together if you won't trust me? This was the plot of the the other movie already. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like the entire dynamic has just been rehashed for this movie, and that's why it seems like it's so fucking full of shit. Because it's like, oh, like, like you know. First of all, let's be honest. He does things. Robin does things that are totally fucking reckless. Entirely, like he does not deserve. Batman being this nice to him, but he he's constantly is desired to be like, he's like, how are we supposed to work together if you don't trust me? Precisely because you're so fucking reckless. That's why. And it's like, Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. Anyway. Another thing that I really noticed in this movie is it seems like Alfred was doing a lot of heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. It seemed like this was a really an opportunity for this really old actor to get a lot of screen time and really shine. And you never really get stories that are this in depth about people over a certain age. So I thought that was interesting and it was like nice to see. But one of the things that was difficult for me to swallow was like, they just, this movie's a sequel. So we're supposed to have all of this implied uh, set up intimacy and I just didn't feel it on screen from George Clooney and Alfred you know what I mean there, really? there, was, there was some moment uh, we, we will oh. get to this what what bothered me about Alfred's performance is that what what would what he would say is things like uh, you know uh, how are we supposed to work together when we when you can't trust me and then Alfred's like how indeed and it's like shut your mouth old man you're not out there fucking every day fucking 
taking care of this kid. You know what I mean? It's just like, he's fueling the worst of both of their like egos where it's like, oh, Alfred, like I'm a good, like throughout the movie for, for Clooney, he's like, I'm a good man, right? Like I'm good. And he's like, yes, yes you are, sir. You're doing something noble. And then like with, with Robin, he's like, man, I need to, I need to do more shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you do. With no like context for how to be a better human or how to do shit better, how to fight crime better. This guy's a fucking multimillionaire. Why is he fucking giving money to these people? I don't know. Well, That's just like my side for, for fucking, um, I don't know. I felt a real big push pull in this movie of like, holy fuck, this is some weird, tragic, is this ironic? Is this supposed to be like this? I'm supposed to care about these people. <laughs> anyway, I kind of see Alfred as like a, I, I don't fully agree because I think Alfred is to Batman what Batman is to Robin and they're all trying to like transfer a better relationship upward the stream. Interesting. Interesting. You know, it cuts to some scenes where you see like Alfred like uh, being remembered really delightfully by by uh, Clooney as a young boy, like getting helped off the floor and being like, "You're so brave, young man. You should be a superhero." Um, the first of three flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They rule of three. This so good. It's great. The payoff. The super soldier serum finally gets shipped off to whoever the highest bidder is. Uh, you know, psycho guy is like on the phone and he's like, I'll send it to you in overnight mail. And then Poison Ivy fucking drifts back into life. And oh. he's like, you look great, especially for a dead woman. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, dude, this woman just survived this psycho thing. And she does look great. She looks amazing. Her um, entrances, she's doing full drag for the rest of this movie. Congratulations, you're the winner of this challenge. Full 100%. drag. She has become a drag queen. Yeah, and I don't totally. know if you clocked this, but throughout the movie, her makeup and hair changes. Like it gets bigger, more ornate. Like her hair is budding completely. And in the last scenes that she's in, she's painted like divine with the same hair from Pink Flamingos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice, prolific drag queen of the '90s and '80s. Had her Worked own disco with, songs. She was John, John Waters, Waters, like siren, basically his muse. Incredible drag queen, known for her filth. Very good stuff. Oh. Eight shit, real shit in a movie. Literal How shit. How did you guess? How did you guess? <laughs> So like she she's she starts uh, irrationally uh, uh, breaking things and throwing things uh, and and destroying uh, the lab and killing this dude. She makes out with him, which poisons him because uh, mm-hmm. she's got poison in her her lips. Um, but it's fully just like it seems fully like a man wrote this this person. You know what I mean? Like this is like oh women are are just painfully painfully irrational or they're just like it, it just it. I mean, it's crazy how, like, she just starts destroying things. It, I like, think this is her, like, getting her power back. I totally think this moment is, like, Ivy claiming both her motive and the way that she's going to be powerful through the movie after being such a subjugated character. Absolutely, absolutely. But she's never really a subjugated. You see, like, what she is, and she's always sort of, like, a crazy lady. I guess she, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right, well, you're right. I don't know what to take away from yeah, that. Because so she does a good job. I think she does do a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
suddenly no. Schwartzy is in a robe and wearing oh. polar bear slippers and singing jazzy Christmas songs and instructing his goons to sing who are freezing because they're not meant to live in this temperature. But for some reason, Vivica A. Fox is totally fine in like a nighty. Smoking hot amazing. in this fucking movie. She looks movie. so good. She so looks good. amazing. So oh, fuck. fucking good. Um, and I also- love that this is her, her and Uma before Kill Bill. Like, you know, they're in the, it's oh just such a nice little, like, preview. Totally, totally. Amazing. Also, the, cl- the you know, uh, a robe and slippers, the thing that keeps you cold classically, right? Right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Which, which it's, it's very on brand for him. He looks amazing in that. Come on. He does look amazing. He does look amazing. He looks amazing. The, the choice, the choices. Oh, the choices were so good. Choices. But, uh, yeah, we learn that, that uh, Schwartz, he's only passionate uh, about his bride alone. Um... And it's like, uh, you know, I mean, why do you have this person around? Like, you're not doing anything with this person. They're not doing anything. She never comes back. I don't think she ever comes back. She never does. She's one of like a ever. few cameos in this movie. She's also one of the only people of color who have a speaking line. That's There's true. like true. three, I think. Yeah. In the movie. For some reason, Schwartz's suits eats diamonds. Eats diamonds. I was just about to fucking say that. Like, <laughs> what like practical thing does this do? Does it like melt the diamonds and make it like, like what? What is this? He's just like feeding it into the suit. And it's like, oh, my my suit is low on diamonds. It's like, whoa, dude. Like, man, this is the... What science is this? Movie science. It works yeah, perfectly, sure. I think. You know, yeah, ice, totally. diamonds, freeze. <laughs> We've got it. Schwartz, he does the expository dialogue of wanting to turn Gotham into winter uh, forever. He says because Gotham, he's a science hero. This oh, is where totally. this is where they set up that his motive is actually the heroic motive. Like you get Ivy's the next time, but like right now you hear the government isn't funding science enough. This scientist wants to cure an incurable disease, and he's not getting what he needs. So he's going to hold Gotham captive to help science. Totally. <laughs> totally. Nice. This nice. is altruism. He is it a is. hero. It's true. It's true. Oh, man. And Alfred in the next scene who like dozes off and is like an irresponsible butler. I don't know. I Like Bruce Wayne doesn't seem particularly compassionate to me in this movie, even when he's like being sold as compassionate. I think the only romantic tension in this movie is between Bruce Wayne and Alfred. Really? Why? Yes. Why do you think that? I think it's you see. Tr- I I might be reading into this, but I think there's like a real love that you see from like Clooney to Alfred in those like in those tender moments where he like holds his dying body effectively that that's that's true we'll get to that i want to talk about that because it's 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 a really interesting moment but uh, alicia silverstone fucking Uh, the entry of Cher horowitz into this movie i i don't know why dion's going out with a high school boy they're like knocks on the fucking door uh first of all no one knows this person is coming. Um, Alfred is supporting her for some reason um, yeah. because her mom died and she's real young. Both yeah, her and, died. and this is so like hidden uncle territory, oh, hidden man. brother territory, I, like where you're just like, yeah, he has a brother and another brother apparently who's named Wilfred. <laughs> Wil- Wilfred, who's also fucking butler. We'll get to Family that. Family butlers. Family of butlers. But this is her, his. This is the the weird sexism that comes out because it, it hit her, her. Alicia Silverstone's mom is the sister. And he's not, he didn't fucking help her at all. He didn't give a shit about her. He, all he cares about is Wilfred. Um, and also, like, 
Why are Clooney and, and fucking Robin always together? They're just always together. Maybe this is why the relationship is fucked. They're because always like, together they're just all always the fucking time. Together all they're the just time. hanging out they all the time. They work together. They hang out together. He has no life. Clearly, Clooney's fucking controlling this dude's life in every way. Totally, like, totally. He he's give captive. Him money. Yeah. Like, he no, and like that. Okay, so that plays out again uh, in in a later scene. But Alicia Silverstone comes and like. She's going to Oxford. Who's English, by the way? Where, like, like, Oxford, isn't it? She's is it like, it's not Oxford. No, it's, it's Ox- like a, Oxbridge. Oxford. Oxbridge. Oxbridge. Yeah. Oxbridge. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is where they like telegraph that she's a computer science major. She's super smart. She's very smart. And she's just on vacation because she misses her uncle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and her parents died in a car on, crash. Which yes. is, that's not unnecessary. Totally you know? unnecessary. Completely. It's just there. <laughs> And she Alfred comments. says, Alfred says, uh, 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 I was like, Alfred's supporting you? Like, what? Uh, and then he was like, he's like, uh, secrets are a prerequisite in this house. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like, man, you've taught Bruce some really terrible ideas about the world. Like, it's like, don't share your feelings. Don't share that you're dying. You just have to keep that a fucking secret. <laughs> Totally. Um, and Chris uh, Chris O'Donnell is so thirsty in this scene. Thirsty for more. He acts like he's never been sexually attracted to anyone in his life. From in this no. door to walk through in the garden, he yeah. changes into his badass boy jacket. I don't know if you clocked that, but <laughs> yeah, he, totally. like, he answers the door in a t-shirt and then they're doing a subtle walk through the garden to like explain who she is and he's wearing a cool leather motorcycle jacket yeah oh totally all and this she's luxury like, isn't my style but i'd ugh. love to stay with you <laughs> so weird alfred says we do get busy here but then um like batman's like don't be silly i uh, and then um alfred is on the 90s internet. Oh, oh man. How did you guys, do you know what that computer is? What? This is the 20th anniversary Macintosh that was delivered to people in a limo by a guy in a tuxedo. That computer cost $10,000. How did you guess? Oh, oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. Wow. That's that is the 20th brutal. anniversary Mac. That's fucking brutal. That's amazing. I, that's that's amazing. Can I uh, uh, like talk to you guys about a hilarious line where Alicia Silverstone comes in and then he, she's like gonna take care of him or whatever? And he's can like, I "That's a switch." I need to tuck you in. And then and then he's like, "That's quite a switch." I guess she's a switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not hear that. Oh, uncomfortable. Oh, I love that. I love it so much. This Uncle whole Wilfred. scene just read to me is her weird choice of nude lip color. Like if when she walks in, she has the weirdest lipstick on, and you can't yeah. understand it. That was so totally. popular at that point in the in the late nineties. That the nude lipstick. Oh, oh. yeah, you better yeah. believe that was a that was a thing. Um, so uh, the butler Wilford to the Maharaja of Miranjapur. <laughs> oh my god! What? Holy fuck, dude! Is this just she remembers a the of postcards? Oh, I remember some Indian postcards. Oh, I guess they God. don't have fax machines on elephants. Oh. Wow, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, I was just I like, like, man, the lines. Like, it was just line after line in this scene. Um, and then her mom had the same picture of, like, Margaret beside the bed. Peg was the nickname for I All of this was so unnecessarily expository for that stupid payoff where, yes. like, oh, the, the password payoffs, is the Peg. Password the incredible. 90s password. Oh, I'm sorry I skipped ahead, but my God. No, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Alfred has the line, when one grows old, uh, when one grows ancient, 
one yearns for family and it's like god i get i get the older i get i fucking hate my family more um <laughs> uh, oh man I, like, I, I have also i have the same picture next to my bed i i don't know i don't a know about peg. you guys i don't have pictures of my anybody that's like that that i want anywhere near yeah my, if like, i came I, to someone's house weird, and dude. that picture of margaret or peg was beside their bed i'd be like hmm are you close to your aunt? Like, what yeah, the- totally, totally. <laughs> what a strange relationship you have. <laughs> yeah. All right, oh so God. Cher, uh, sorry, no, Barbara Gordon jumps out the window and for Barbara unbeknownst Gordon reason. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm not going to call her by her name in this. It's Barbara Gordon or she's Cher yeah, Horowitz. Yeah, it's Barbara Those Gordon, Gordon totally, totally. Um, uh, so sorry. she hops out the window to go to escape to somewhere. We don't know why, but she's wearing leather under a bathrobe. Also, uh, why doesn't she fucking just use the door? Like, why does she have to conspicuously climb out the window with, with a like, sheet? Uh, with like, uh, yeah, like it was. It was like several shirts tied together. It was the most <laughs> like. It was the most like th- ch- kid thing someone could think of. It totally. sets up the mystery payoff later when Robin's spying on her in a weird, weird way. So weird, guys. The telescope scene where. Ugh. It so reminded me of the like philanthropy of current billionaires, mm-hmm. like the like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk situation where they were just like, you know, he's like a conscious billionaire trying to save the work through hard work and libertarianism, vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, totally. So gross fascist. Batman is such a gross fascist. I think what you mean is the great Jeff Bezos and the great Elon (laughs) Musk, dude, along with the great Bruce Wayne. All right. All right. I am tired of this fucking bullshit narrative that people haven't (laughs) saved. Elon Musk is going to save the world. Jeff Bezos is going to save the world. One package at a time. You know, rich white guys have been having it real hard lately. We should be nice to them right now. It's the worst. Um, A nosy reporter uh, asks uh, Bruce Wayne, and so I don't know some person that he's dating. that's L McPherson that's L McPherson <laughs> supermodel how dare you um and he and he who goes is like, her character though who is her character is that a Ju- Batman Julia character? that's something no. that is a ba- that is a something I'm pretty sure it, everything's a giant reference in this movie it must well, be a gossip okay. Gertie is like the gossip lady she's right, a character right, right. from the comics right. but I, I know yeah, her yeah, yeah. gossip Gertie's fantastic she's great uh, um, I don't know if the girlfriend her is. fabulous glasses. Oh, oh. She looks like Day Medna. It's incredible. So much like Day Medna. It was great. Um, you know, Bruce Wayne goes like, uh, 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 can you help oh. me out here? Yeah, this um, is the moment where you like see how not sexy he is towards he's her. He's so not sexy. He's so not sexy to her. And then it's like, and like she's <laughs> so smooth about it. She's like, Bruce and I are recklessly in love. And that's most certainly enough for us now. And then he totally, like, undermines her after the line. Like, he's just, like, he's basically like, fuck you. Like, how dare you be more charming than me? Yeah, he's like, "Uh, I hope they can't see into my bedroom. I guess kind of implying that he's going to be fucking. Yeah. Bruce Wayne be fucking. Well, I mean, that's an established thing for Batman. For sure. And then you get the entrance of Pamela Isley, scientist reporter. So good. Walking past those fascist (laughs) lackeys. The fascist bulldogs. (laughs) Uh, Bruce Wayne is all magnanimous and like, hey, you're not going to hurt me, are you, miss? And then she's like, doctor. Oh, I love the big dog doctor moment. Yeah. Like, she is so, she's such a feminist in this movie. And she's such an environmentalist feminist who's also queering the hegemony. Yeah, she she's amazing. So it's prepared. amazing. <laughs> this is where Hero Ivy just steps it up. She's like totally. ready. She's got a green deal. She's ready to like completely yeah. change capitalism. Be like, it's cool. We can fix the earth. Yeah, Don't she worry ha- about she it. She has her green new deal. She yeah. hands it to him. It's oh, amazing. And yeah. he's just totally. like, no, nah, people first. You're like, excuse me? 
Yeah, he's like, uh, no, we need diesel fuel for warming and coolers for cooling. It's like people would die for heat and cool purposes alone. And she's like, uh, nah, B, it's acceptable uh, losses. Yeah, which I mean... Yeah, Ooh, that's she's brutal. right. I don't think you want to go. I don't. I think either of you want to go down the road of hey, no, man, I don't want to. will I, die yeah. for acceptable losses. <laughs> All right, no, let's no. move back. I, I totally get it. I, I understand. I want. I, I want to be just as as uh, uh, you know down with both the villains of the movie uh, because both the the all three four of the heroes in this movie are terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're murdering people left and right. No, I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, like destroying yeah, people compl- completely, um, completely. I just was like, I wanted to be on board with like the way they were coding the villainry in this movie. You know totally, what I mean? Like, totally. With all of the, like, like, it is. It's like it's like it's a totally responsible thing to me to. Get get into like here's exactly what you need to do to make Wayne Enterprises go green like oh, but then they have those lines where the the people in the, the the like place are like Batman and Robin will protect us it's such a weird cult of personality where it's just yeah. like totally totally it feels very Trumpian it feels like oh these people can't do anything it's wrong super even though fascist. they it's super are fascist. doing things wrong they are and then doing- she does she points out this she's like the militant arm of the warm blooded oppressor yeah Animal animal protectors of the status quo. Um, Gotham will be mine for the greening. Like shit like that was like hilarious in contrast to the psychotic behavior of the rest of the town for all these people. Dude, um, they invite her to uh, like save the rainforest ball. And um, it's like kind of criticizing capitalism in this section. I don't know. I, I mean, so I, I took it. I took it that way. Anyway, um, Schwartzy is much too famous for this movie. Um, Schwartzy is <laughs> watching because you see normal Schwartzy in this next scene where he's in a wedding and you're and at this point I was like, man, I want, I wish I was watching a, a different Schwartzy movie just because like just for the podcast because yeah. like, you know, spoiler alert, like this movie is not a Schwartzy movie. Like, I mean, Devin just made I mean, a shock. Top bullying, man. <laughs> top billing is hard to fucking. Devin sell made a shocked a face at me, and he's really upset with me about <laughs> this. This is going to come up when we start rating this movie in Schwartzies, and we'll talk about it then. Okay, I will hold on to it until that moment. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, so Schwartzy, it looks amazing, like in a close up with uh, like his like stucco face and no eyebrows. It's it's such a good look. I love it, and I love the bald head. He's got such a nice head. You know, that's, he's not actually bald. He demanded yeah, a bald it's cap. A ba- it's a bald he, cap, yeah. How did you guess? He wouldn't let himself be shaved. They were supposed to, and he was like, absolutely not. In the last minute, like right before the first shot that he was supposed to be in. Wow. Yeah. It looks really fucking good. It, it looks, looks so really, good. really fucking good. Uh, because I think at this point, his hair had gotten a little thinner. It's just thin enough to like yeah, smooth the down he didn't in want that to way. Be, he didn't want to be fucking around with it too much. I get it. No, totally, um, totally. Oh, totally. It's like what happens when you're in denial about your hair loss. Uh, oh, totally. Actually, Alex, uh, Devin and I were talking about hair loss today because Devin has like the thickest head of of hair you've ever seen it's like a fucking brush but oh, it's damn, like dude. slightly receding it is it's receding and, and like oh. it's 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 re- dude it's you the best cool kind of balding dude it's the best kind of balding because it's thick and it's like receding but still so thick in the remainder and he's like complaining about it. i'm like no man you don't get complaining rights it makes you look distinguished if anything it makes you look better it's no problem at all whatsoever the weird yeah, thing I mean, about this is that i didn't know i was i had my hairline receding because i've had a shaved head for like 
two years. And when I started listening to this podcast, I decided to grow back my hair. <laughs> so like the narrative nice. of cool balding came in with me realizing I was balding. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, looking at your picture now. You look like a, 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 a like a Hugh Jackman type. Oh my God, stop, but go on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so... Schwartz, he's watching his wife, and then the guy is like, hey, boss, like, in the newspaper, whatever. Yeah. And then he fucking freezes him, and he's like, I hate when people talk during the movie. And it's like, the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, the guy's trying to tell you something. And um, all this just to set up a, a union of purpose to get to the Flower Ball, the oh, charity totally. event that we already know Ivy's going to. Yeah, and like... So, Batman and Robin planted the most obvious fucking, like, trap for this dude ever, and he totally takes the bait. It's kind of random. Well, because he needs one more diamond, guys, by the way, in this outrageous <laughs> fucking plot. He needs one more diamond. This is like, seriously, I don't think we're even at the halfway point of this movie. We're not. No, we we're not. This it. is like this is like eight different subplots already happening. The, they just really took the the truism of start writing where the action is uh, to heart in this movie. One hundred percent. So um, uh, the flower ball, I think, is the next thing. Yeah, this one. This was like very racialized to me. Like the like uh, it was uncomfortable. Oh, the music and all of the dancing and the like rainforests and like well the vaguely tribal everything like yeah. it was just n- not specific to any culture but it just pulled from every kind of jungle thing you and the only totally. people of color in this movie being the dancers yes. in this tribal dance many of whom are just really tanned white people like they were just overly tanned muscly white people yeah this scene was a lot it was and this fucking reckless plan that they put together of uh, putting innocent people in a ballroom always with the ballroom there's so many ballrooms this whole movie has like these huge parties as the pivotal moments of like action that I think are so interesting because they look kind of like Broadway-esque the way that they're like set up totally and then we get the amazing reveal of Poison Ivy who is amazing in this scene like just like comes out in the best outfit ever her and Bane dressed as gay gorillas (laughs) hopping to be central Bane disappears and assumedly starts playing the sitar. Totally. (laughs) No one notices anything. It just like starts. Yes. And then she strip teases. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then there's lines like, come tend to my garden. And like, God, the youth is like the stamina (laughs) and all that shit. One of my favorite delivered lands is on the other hand, where she just blows into Robin's face. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I love how the... The clearly gay um, host of this event is like, who are you? Like, yeah, just like totally, totally. But also, this entire choreographed thing happens where she strip teases and then yes. climbs down and walks on people who are laying down for her. But it's like, then at the end, it's like, well, who are you? And it's like, what? <laughs> like, it seems very choreographed, this whole thing. So, totally. um, and the old white men start bidding on her and whoa. on these women. Oh, oh. my God. $500,000, $1,000,000, $1, Robin, $2,000,000. Million. <laughs> we get up to five, and then there's a Batman credit card. Oh, the Batman credit card. That says I, Batman as the name, and then forever is the good expiry forever. date. <laughs> oh, it's um, so good. Uh, 
And, and the funny thing is, is that Robin reveals himself and everyone else to to uh, the audience where he goes, three million, I'll borrow it from you. And it's yeah, like, and whoa, like, dude, why the fuck are you blowing my cover? I'm like the only billionaire, clearly. Yeah, well, maybe like, he's not the only billionaire in fucking Gotham. Totally. And well, libertarian Gotham apparently has a lot of billionaires and a lot of really like stuffy rich people. But Be- like Robin in this scene, like he's like, I'll borrow it from you. And, and like, don't you think if at this point no one's realized that this guy, Dick Grayson, who's always hanging around Bruce Wayne, like, hey, maybe like this guy who looks exactly like Dick Grayson is Dick Grayson and that that's Bruce Wayne. Like, maybe, yeah, just maybe. Totally, totally. I mean, the only thing covering him is that like terrible eye mask. So it's like everybody can tell who you are, dude. At this point, I think Freeze jumps in. He yes. interrupts the bidding uh, and immediately redecorates the room with ice sculpture lighting that is so pretty. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and the amount of also, redecoration, it's so good. He, he also comes in and says, all right, everybody, chill. Yes. And then, and like, then he chill. says chill three times. I love chill. chill. He like keeps saying it. It's so good. And then he talks to her. What are you, plant girl, vine lady, hand over the diamond, garden gal? Or I'll turn you into mulch. Oh, it's so good. So and good. She blows oh, that's some such a weirdly threatening fucking line. I'll turn you into mulch. Yeah. But you see um, her get like straight up horny for him the second she sees him. Oh, yeah. Totally. totally. And then he says, pheromone dust designed to heat a man's heart, but it doesn't work on the cold blooded or the cold hearted. Now, if you please. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It, it Like, I love the observation that Schwartzy would be good for this role mm-hmm. from, from, like, a casting standpoint. I love the choice to put him as Mr. Freeze. Mm. Choices. Because yeah, so, totally. he delivers this dialogue so well. He does so well with camp and he does... We've already seen him do so well with, like, just taking the piss from himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, really fully, good. fully. Also, I don't like the '90s trope of fucking yanking a goddamn necklace off a person's neck. Why oh, do people man, do that? Such a power move. It doesn't. It, I don't even care about that. It's like the most impractical thing you can fucking do. Like, uh, like I feel like, oh man, you broke the fucking neck. I guess he doesn't need the necklace part. He needs the like. I don't know. Um, they they leave. Schwartzy leaves the party um, and says, "Cool potty." Um, and like while like <laughs> Batman and Robin Funkin punch like Rastafarian new metal guys. Uh, and then Batman just tells fucking Commissioner Gordon, you have 11 minutes to thaw these people. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? How are they going to thaw all these people? You have the technology to do this. Yeah, like the weird like passing the buck. It was just like, hey, man, it's it's almost like we're getting a very cocky Batman. Like there's been four movies and he's like, I don't have time for this. Commissioner Gordon, please thaw these people out. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And then Commissioner Gordon tells Poison Ivy that she's met one of the most sinister men in Gotham City. And she goes, that's not a man. That's a god. And like realizes that she can use Mr. Freeze to her own advantages while taking a snow globe and symbolically looking at snow falling around Gotham City. Um, yeah, it's this was cool. Bane takes off his gorilla mask and says monkey work. <laughs> <laughs> Repeating the operative part of the previous sentence. Totally. totally. And then we cut to some more statuesque muscular men from Go- like holding up miniatures in Gotham City. It's so good. I love all the miniature. Is this miniature work, Alex? It looks like miniature work. 
some of it is I think it's a, must be a combination of miniatures and and uh, CGI. Like I don't know. Like some of it looks so good. Where I'm like, it looks is so this good. CG. Like, it looks so good. Um, they built but, the sets are all miniature and they extended the, the height of them by CG. Oh, totally. So yeah, they're half totally. miniature, half CG. How did you guess? How did you guess? Um, That's great. Nice, nice. So Schwartzy and his goons are driving through Gotham with their Mister Freeze car, uh, fucking driving through the neck of statues, just like yeah. freezing statues. That was the statue so cool. And, driving. That was so and then cool. and then like driving uh, along. The arm of the sta- this is full Ayn Rand like this yes. is full Ayn Rand in this. Ayn Rand uh, they're porn, driving yeah. along the muscular arm, uh, and like Batman is like, dude, you're not gonna make it. I'm stopping your fucking uh, uh, whatever uh, bike that you're on. While Schwartz's car, bigger than the rest of the cars, fully makes it. The two goons' cars, which is also just, they're <laughs> completely disposable, crash into the building. And then, what's his name? Uh, Batman makes it over. The car makes it over. But he freezes in the air uh, with Mr. Freeze's gun. And shoot, Batman shoots himself uh, through, like... Uh, the roof of his car. You and missed then, a like, really important thing, though. Sorry to interrupt, man. You no, missed a ahead. really important thing. Um, he decides for Robin that he can't make it, so he automatically like shuts off Robin's like vehicle engine. engine yeah, which is so dangerous because he just starts like gliding exactly. with yeah. no exactly. power and almost falls. Like, how did he know that he was going to be able to survive this thing? Totally, totally. Oh, uh, and then Robin stands up and yells. He just screams into the ether. He just screams. Yeah. I actually really like this. I thought this was choice. Mm, choices. <laughs> like, I thought super it, it was awesome. such an interesting uh, commentary on masculinity. Because totally. they were all like going through a dick measuring contest on the bicep of a giant statue that Completely. was built to be the perfect man. And the vehicles all look like dicks. Yeah. You know, did you know the Batmobile was 29 feet long? This Batmobile specifically was like what? built to look like the old muscle cars. Like it was wow. a Jaguar kind of thing. How did you guess? And the front of it, it the full length of the car was 29 feet. That's amazing. Jesus Christ. How did you guess? Holy shit. Um, yeah, we get all this, like, it's your way or the highway. Mm-hmm. It's not, why is it Batman and Robin and not Robin and Batman? I'm sick of it. Yes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot something now. Schwartz, oh. gets caught in this moment. Mm-hmm. Schwartz, gets victorious gets pose. And then, and then he reveal he does a reveal where he opens his cape and Schwartz, looks kind of dead in it. Yeah. Like his <laughs> eyes are open. <laughs> He does look dead. It's such a weird tableau. I love how he gloriously puts his arms down from being so new metal. But it's so over the top new metal. It's the thing. Like, you know how, Alex, you know how you and I always do that new metal move? Oh, totally. Like, when we put our arms out like Chris Angel Mind Freak. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. it right now. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. totally what Batman does in this scene. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then immediately from that, we cut to the fight in the Batcave between yes. Robin and Batman. Yeah, in, 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 where, in where fucking he says um, that Dick really doesn't listen to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the, the fact that he calls him Dick in They call him a dick in this scene, for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, he uses his name specifically to make him seem like a dick every time yeah. he refers to it. Totally, totally. Um, but I, I don't know, like, how, like in terms of like the feelings that I would have towards in the, in like a real life context, the feelings I would have towards this guy would be like, no, nah, man, like you're not good at this job. Like you're reckless and terrible and like 
totally unbalanced and do things that are so irrational. Like Robin gets kicked around so much in this movie. He sucks so hard in this movie. Yeah. Like he's like, your, your head wasn't in it. It's you were thinking about poison ivy. And then he fully is just like, you just can't stand that she's not into you and, and, and like into me. And it's like, whoa, dude, like that's what you took from this. Like you have to you have a job to do. You have to save people. Like you're just fully thinking about this person who tried to kill us. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, the Alfred recording the message to his brother Wilford on on like the the eraser disc and putting it in the Vanessa Williams makeup case. It was amazing. <laughs> Are you like Kids in the Hall fans? Oh, completely. I love okay. Kids in the Hall. There's a sketch where Scott Thompson is saying goodbye to everything in his life as he dies slowly in a bed and is trying to mail <laughs> things off. That. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I could think of while watching this. He's like slowly saying goodbye to his garbage can, to his maid. He's just like sending <laughs> off CDs. It delighted me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Batman barges into the room while Alfred's doing this shit. Alfred has no autonomy at all in this movie. No. At all. Nobody else besides Batman has autonomy in this movie. And Alfred congratulates Bruce Wayne on capturing Mr. Freeze. And Batman wonders aloud to Alfred if he's pig-headed, if it's his way or the highway. And Alfred deconstructs Bruce Wayne in this situation. And he says, yeah, you've done everything in your power to control everyone because when your parents died you know uh you felt very powerless and so you know you're trying to control everything including death and so you know he's making kind of like i thought this was like a really poignant mm -hmm. moment in this movie and also really well acted by this really old actor yeah. it, it really is well acted but it also fe it, it felt like Oh, it felt so Jordan Peterson, dude. It was like, what is that, oh man? If not an effort to master chaos that sweeps our world. I was like, all so right, Jordan much. Peterson, we're good. An attempt to control death itself. And it's like, oh, all right, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, you're a fucking billionaire, dude, whose parents died. Like, that's fucking tragic. But at the same time, like, you beat the shit out of poor people. That's what you do. Like, that's your try to control the world. Um, and then Alfred, uh, he sees... This is, uh, this is when I actually agree with uh, Devin's, like, interpretation of, like, them really liking each other. This was the first flashback that I felt like was, like, oh, yeah, like, this guy loves it. Like, asking uh, your mentor, like, hey, man, am I pig-headed? Am I, like, this, that requires a certain type of self-reflection that, like, Yeah, like a vulnerability, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, not all characters have between each other, and, like, he's trying to do something nice. If there was more shit like this in this movie, like, it'd be interesting. It would be, like... Cool. Um, but otherwise, it, just, it does come off as a little bit like, ah, there's too little of this. Um, Alicia Silverstone then steals the motorcycle again. Yeah. Beat number two uh, of her, like, being mysterious and thefty, and she flips Robin with her kung fu. I don't know if you clocked uh, <laughs> that, but every time she rides a motorcycle, she gets double. Why That's is that? Dirty face, because she's doing dirty things. That's, yeah. that's oh, totally. the coating. Totally. Her face gets yeah. dirty every time she's on a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, Robin um, tries to apprehend Alicia Silverstone and she flips him onto his back and she says she like took some judo lessons because London's kind of rough and Chris O'Donnell's wearing a 90s choker in this scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. She says she couldn't resist taking the motorbike for a spin. I kind of would be like, excuse me, you stole my property. Like, like, <laughs> Jesus, like, it's like, like what? And then she apologizes to him and runs off and we cut to Arkham Asylum 
Oh my Which god, is so Mr. Goth. Freeze! It's the goofiest in, in fucking fridge. place. Yeah, he's in a refrigerator, and like uh, cheap Jesse Ventura, like is like, you can't get out of here, Mr. Freeze. Oh man, Jesse Ventura, our boy Jesse Ventura, with the weird green lightning that's happening. Um, it, was that actually Jesse Ventura? I buy all my cars at police auction. Oh yeah, it is actually Jesse Ventura. How did you guess? Yeah. Oh my god, the, I thought it was a guy the, doing an impression. No, dude, this is where the movie ends. This is where the movie reasonably fucking ends and then just keeps fucking going. And then Schwartzy goes, Schwartzy goes, makes another fucking pun in his cool, like, like stripey outfit. He's like, allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Learn it well, for it's the chilling sound of your doom. And then he hits them and tries to escape so pathetically because he can't uh, breathe, I guess. Yeah, he the smashes suit. their heads together and then tries to escape. And then they're like, all right, Freezy, you can't live outside the cold zone. It was delivered. It's exactly that. It's like, all right, Freezy, you can't yeah. live outside the cold zone. <laughs> nice. It was nice. so good. It was so good. And yeah, Schwartzy just doesn't have his suit. The thing is, his oh, face and- acting in this, I think, is really incredible. Like when he crawls back to the cold zone and he looks up at the camera and that like super close up for his face, he looks terrifying really like good his eyes are all gonna, red the makeup's darker it's so cool oh it's such a it's such an interesting thing too like because they like made him a little thinner too with yeah. the makeup they sort of like like made the lines a little darker around his cheeks and it's like oh this dude actually looks really kind of sick and gross yeah um, like it's sympathetic almost at that moment where yeah, you're like fuck totally, he's in pain totally. they really do a lot to create it's it's weird because it's not. I do feel sympathy, but it's like almost like they created a um, a, a signifier for sympathy. They they used signs mm-hmm. to signify like this is what sad about this character but like none of the dialogue sort of delivers that he constantly wants to murder these like he's yeah. just threatened these cards you know what i yeah, mean yeah. so there is this like weird push pull constantly throughout the entire movie and then the next scene poison ivy and bane is uh, giving bane wearing exposition. a trench coat yeah she's giving exposition dialogue beside bane speaking out loud into the ether and they enter a place called the Turkish, Turkish baths. Bath. The drag queen finds a bathhouse to yeah. be her home, you mean? Yeah. The totally. gayest thing. Oh, yeah. Totally. And is greeted by a Barbarella quote. I don't know if you know that. Do you know Barbarella? <laughs> no. So, like, the I mean, queen. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, you know the guy he sees, he's like, hello, pretty, 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 right when he sees yes. Ivy? That's a quote from yeah. Barbarella. Amazing. That's, That's amazing. Amazing. Hello, pretty, pretty. Um, also, all of these dudes are also getting cancer because of the neon paint. I just want. Oh, to I was gonna out. say that the the skeleton rave people. They this was so such cool. a '90s rave. Yeah. Oh my god. She says, "Come and get me if you can," and presses Bane's juice button. It's so good. It's so good. And then Bane beats them up and scares them off, and they redecorate. This is their new layer. He like pours some water down. Yes. Did they have this? a decoration montage sequence? And I think I've decided <laughs> to take this sequence as a like statement on how queers gentrify like old areas of a town and make them cool again. Nice, nice. You know, like this is just yeah, like that's really interesting. A take on gentrification, and I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then it cuts. Immediately to a intimate dinner between Elle McPherson and Bruce. I love this scene so much because he's like, Julie, I'm not the marrying kind. 
there are things about me that you wouldn't understand. Like, okay, so is this like a little bit like low-key closet talk? Yes. Yeah, okay. No, okay. Every character in this movie is gay. Every yeah, one of them. Every yeah. one of this movie is gay. For sure, for sure. Him, him going, uh, her going, uh, I know you're a dedicated bachelor. I know you have your wild nights. And I was like, and he was like, uh Wild doesn't begin you know, to cover it. I've seen you at Oasis, <laughs> but then, but then, like, like she, she it's like, uh, like Bruce is like gazing into the distance, clearly at that very muscular statue of the man with poison ivy happened to be standing next to her. But it's like, <laughs> but like truly, like it's framed in a way where it's like, oh, there's a very muscular statue of a man right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So like the idea is that he's hallucinating poison ivy because she's given him pheromones and is now on his mind all the time. But he's really just gay. Yeah. Yeah. Gay Batman. It it's was great. I, I, I think it. of him as like circuit party gay Batman in this. He's like a circuit <laughs> queer, just like going through his times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> circuit queer. He's a circuit queer. And then we finally get Batgirl getting caught and followed by creepy incel Robin, who is watching people through spy cams. Yeah. Completely, but also doing research yes. on Poison Ivy. So weird. Yeah, he, he, we've all got two windows open all the time, dude. <laughs> you don't double screen constantly? <laughs> totally. Yeah, sure. I've, I've totally, I was, he's he's totally like searching for Poison Ivy on his main one. And then like the like <laughs> hidden window is the Alicia Silverstone one. Cause that's the one where he thinks he can actually make a move. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to get that. Yeah. They, they have tension. Yeah. Um, but they do share a weird dispassionate kiss. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. They, they are so not like in no, cause cause Robin's gay too. Like that's the thing. Like he's just gay. Yeah. Totally. Oh, can I tell you, can I tell you guys maybe my only, how did you guess? Mm-hmm. It's a combination. How did you guess? Or you could do combination. Cause we get a Coolio cameo in this next yes. scene. Oh, he's the banker. Oh my God, dude. And Coolio it, was supposed to play Scarecrow in part five oh. in a proposed part five Joel Schumacher movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. So there was, I know some things about this movie. Like they were supposed to, Wilford was supposed to be in that movie and it was supposed to be played by fucking Adam, Adam West. West. No. And Wilford was going to be yeah. Uncle Batman in that movie and they were going to fight crime together. The together. four of them. How did you guess? Oh, the world lost so much. Yeah. There's another weird proposed sequel where they were going to get Coolio to be the Scarecrow and the scare like that is like evoked in Batman would have been Jack Nicholson from the first Movie. No, that's amazing. Yeah, it's that's so, so cool. Uh. It's so outrageous. Yeah, I mean, this party looks pretty sweet. If Coolio's there, that's pretty awesome. The costumes are so fucking cool. You get like these different like punk groups. Some of them are Clockwork Orange references, which is super cool. I didn't know this. My uh, partner is a Russian person who speaks Russian, and Moloko, the band that's playing over this, means milk in Russian. Yes, and those are yeah. the the boys, like the proud boys from that fucking movie that are in a milk bar, right? Like it's it's so <laughs> referential and dense in this moment. <laughs> Such yeah, a good for pull. sure. Such a good catch. for sure. Hot you much my little drinkies. Um uh, Chris O'Donnell checks out the situation and she's like I guess racing for money and Robin joins the race. 
because um, they're going to do a motorcycle race. But all the people at this party, this looked like a queer party. Oh, fully. Like, fully looked like it was, they were all queer people. Like, it just looked like so much fun. Yeah. And it, like, made it the sinisterness of it kind of lessened for me. Yeah, fully. And the, someone brought their kid who was just having a great time yelling at people. Totally. Totally. Um, they drive through an abandoned warehouse where they, like, hit things. And the things that they hit explode with glitter. Yes. It was so gay. The, it was so gloriously gay. The fire that comes up is like tinted green. It's like oh. every moment of this race is fabulous. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but for some reason, the guys who are like evil motorcycle guys create an explosion that sends them flying over a like bridge that's not yeah. complete yeah exactly. and it's like do we, do we, are people finishing bridges in this town number one and number two haven't has she done this before she would she was just proved herself a few days ago when she had shit smeared on her face she was like oh yeah i race for money and they they were like <laughs> oh yeah prove it and it's like but she did already you know we're just seeing it now robin saves her by hanging off the edge of the incomplete bridge and then she makes one of the funniest noises when he, he's like, oh, so this is where you hang out? And she groans at his pun in almost the exact same way that, <laughs> Alex, you mock some people groaning in previous movies of this podcast. Oh, it 100%. is the same noise. So this is where you hang out. Wow. It is hilarious to me. <laughs> Uh, uh, we after this we we get uh, uh, like some some dialogue from from them. Uh, Alfred has supported me my whole life. I'm going to take him away from this dismal life of servitude. And I was like, yeah, dude, like take him away. Just like let this totally. guy die in peace and, and, and like be and with and his Robin, family. The entire time, Robin's like. What are you talking about? Robin's so <laughs> what are you talking about? Alfred's so happy. It it, uh, it was so like they did he like it was so well played. Like because he totally doesn't get it in this scene. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't. And then she's like paying someone to prepare your meals and do your laundry and clean your dishes. You call that a family? Alfred's happy. You uh, or says, she says happy. You honestly don't know he's been hiding his pain the whole time, and she's sick. And then Bruce Wade from the shadows is like, he's not sick. He's dying. He's dying. And it's like, whoa, dude, doesn't that isn't that what sick means? Like he's dying. Like, <laughs> and he's like just casually like eavesdropping on this conversation. Um, and it's like you know Alfred wouldn't say anything, and it's like yeah. That's the sign of a really unhealthy dynamic. You should mm-hmm. be getting him the best, like, hospitals around that you can fucking afford. Like, does this guy get healthcare? This is, like, seriously, what the hell? He just seems like he's working all the time. Mr. Freeze carves an ice sculpture of his wife and uses some clock gears to make it spin. It, it looks really good. Uh, and he looks at it gloriously. And then... Jesse Ventura's like, hey, Icehead, you have a visitor. Your sister's here to see you. And Schwartzy's like, my sister? My sister. <laughs> and like the most innocent <laughs> nice. Schwartzy ever. Yeah, um, totally. Poison Ivy's like, I heard you were blue. And then shoots poison at the prison guards. And like, wouldn't there be more, more oversight in Arkham <laughs> Asylum? Like, they well, just let her in? She used her mind control dust. Oh, that's true. That's how she that's, gets through everything. Like, that's the cheat yeah, of this script, is that she so can, true. like, mind control basically any dick. 
that's her oh, shtick. Oh, totally, totally. And also, obviously, you keep evidence in the same place that the villains are. Yeah. <laughs> where, we- where fucking Bane is just, like, taking the suit from downstairs and delivering it fucking right up to, to the villain that needs it. You know what I mean? You don't store your forks in the kitchen? It's utility no, of, of use, man. Jeez, yeah, totally. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm wrong. The movie's yeah, totally Your logical. criticism is really out of place right now. <laughs> Uma, Thurman, Uma Thurman poses a pairing and... Offers to grab his rocks for him. Yeah. In one of her many overt sexualized lines. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. Because she likes being the only woman, as we'll learn. Yeah. But cut back to Bruce Wayne talking to Alfred... And telling him that he knows he's sick. He's like, I can get you the best doctors. And he's like, I've seen the best doctors. A gentleman does not discuss his ailments. It's uncivilized. Oh, no. Stiff upper lip. It's so uncomfortable. British colonialist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, have you regretted your life? Oh, my God. Like That was bad. They try to wrap up that weird question from, like, two scenes prior so quickly in this without any real, like, attention to what it meant. Yeah, and they kind of, like, sweep it under the rug really quickly here because he's like, you know, I wish I was out there helping you in the field. Kind of does express a regret. And then Bruce Wayne shoots it down by saying, not all heroes wear masks. And it's like... Yeah, but maybe this dude didn't want to be fucking washing your underwear while you, like, went out and yeah. fought crime. Totally, totally. My God. Uh, Robin comes and tells Batman that Frieza's escaped, and they go to Ar- Arkham Asylum, where Commissioner Gordon is there. And they discover that Poison Ivy and Bane are in charge of uh, this escape. And Commissioner Gordon reveals to Batman that Poison Ivy has come back from South America, where she was doing nefarious things, and she left a businessman... Um, what poisoned and naked? She stole all his stuff and his car. That's right. That's exactly. Oh right. yeah, and also, can we just talk? Like, diverge for a second to talk about fucking Mister Freeze's snowman head uh, hideout. That I, was just like the most obvious. Oh yeah, Mister Freeze is in the snowman head. That's that dude's lair. It's like, does everything have to be fucking themed? I love that. I appreciate that in the Batman canon. I like if you play the Batman games and stuff like the Arkham City, whatever. Everyone's yeah. hideout is themed to their shtick. You know? Oh, totally. And totally. I, I love that commitment. It's so funny yeah. to me. Totally, it's, it's amazing. Really yeah. funny. It's such a good. It's a good way of just like visual storytelling yeah. you know what i mean like it's it's kind of like you take the signifier of the thing it's like okay this guy's ice it's like this big metaphor let's go all out with it you yeah. know what i mean it's great it's great it's fun um poison ivy blows some more pheromone dust oh you you're skipping over one of the best lines in this movie where the the heroes batman and robin are talking about how they're over ivy they don't really like oh it felt like i was in love and he's like yeah but then this feeling suddenly changed right like i'm totally over ivy we're both over ivy yeah, but she had some great stems. Buds, too. Yeah, those are good. That, <laughs> the delivery that was of that. hilarious. You know what? Yeah. I totally missed that oh, line. I totally missed that it's line. That's so amazing. Good. It's one of the best lines. <laughs> I love it. I but love then it. Ivy shows up trying to uh, pheromone dust everybody again, and the boys go after her, followed by Freeze coming back in and freezing the cops' lungs, which we know because they scream, My lungs are freezing. <laughs> My lungs are freezing. Yeah, totally, totally. And also, like, there, there's also just the the line um, where they where he goes. I can't believe we're fighting over a bad guy. 
bad yes guy, guy no. no and it's like god damn you guys are so fully in denial like at this point yeah. there's so um, many no homo moments it's so i know weird. i know yeah uh it, like again robin recklessly trying to fight bane um and it just gets pummeled ivy tries to seduce them and she's, she says there's something about an anatomically correct rubber suit oh. that puts a fire in my lips. And it's like, whoa, dude, like, damn, okay. She gets a <laughs> couple of like, weird meta lines in this fight specifically. Like when Batman yeah. has her pinned, she's like, lucky every Poison Ivy action figure comes complete with him and points to Bane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is a moment in which the movie's aware of its own construction. Totally. totally. And aware of like the machinery behind what it's doing so it's creating art kind of yeah but really it's about the toys Mm -hmm. right because you've got to sell it and then commissioner gordon does i think the only thing commissioner the commissioner gordon has ever done heroically in any of these movies which is turn off the the freezing (laughs) gas that's freezing everybody's lungs um yeah. And it's not and even I, heroic. It's just self-preservation. Uh, yeah, it's totally just self-preservation. And then um, they all rush after Freeze, and then Benny Hill get kicked down a staircase. And oh, yeah, I love that so much. Oh, it's great. Totally. Um, uh, Ro- uh, Ivy gets uh, is seducing Robin by appealing to his ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and then weird, weird handheld s- action scene with, with Batman knocking Bane out. Uh, and then Batman saves Robin from getting kissed, but like, I, like he knock he knocks Robin into like the goo, yeah, the, like, the raw goo ice cream vat. Yeah, was that what it was? Yeah, it's ice cream. Oh, because okay. they're in the it's a, it's an ice cream refinery. Processing. Was it pistachio flavored? Like, why was it green? I don't. <laughs> 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 oh, and I love uh, the I love the moment though. You've got some real issues with women, you know that. And he ooh. was like, "You just couldn't stand that she was gonna kiss me and not you." I mean, yeah. fair point. Like it, that kind of cuts deep. But Bruce Wayne does have some issues with women for He's not sure. Great. He's not great with ladies. No, uh, he does. That's and Ivy's also, escape. Are, yeah, yeah. Which in which she just escapes into the next room where they can go and catch her. Yeah. But she's like in the room with uh, Nora Freeze. Um, and right, kicks right, out the ele- electricity that's keeping her alive. Yeah, yeah, she tries yeah. to kill Nora. Yeah, she also, also cannot s- walk in heels in that scene. Her ankle is <laughs> unsteady. <laughs> um, Robin also says, "I'm going solo." Like that. That's also like a big plot point yep. in this ninety plots of this movie. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's his character I- growth. He's diverging. Poison Ivy's not good with competition. Next scene, we cut to like the Turkish bathhouse that's now completely overgrown with beautiful plants. Oh, it looks so good. And Poison Ivy has made her like underground layer complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of the lab is now icicles, though, because Mr. Freeze is going to be doing his experiments there. And he made himself at home, which she comments on while lowering her amazing faster pussycat kill kill glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he asks where his wife is, and she says there was nothing she could do. Batman deactivated her. She's dead. And he's like, you lie. You lie. Oh, and, I love it. I love it. Proven to him because she has her necklace. Yeah, yeah. She just like that was so outrageous. That was, was so outrageous. Schwartzy cries a single CG tear oh, because that's so the only way Schwartzy could ever cry. I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do. 
can cry. And it freezes. I know now why you cry. It's something oh I can God. never do. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you get the return of the contemplative snow globe, which he oh, then totally destroys. crushes in his hand. Oh, but but also Ivy has now created these random alien plants that are going to take oh, over yeah. after the world freezes over. That was her um, first science experiment. It's the first line yeah. she has in the movie is about those things, the plant-animal hybrids that she's trying to create. Cool. Oh, that's our payoff. That was good writing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, cuts to cuts to Alfred wait, wait, obviously dying. Hold on, wait. Schwartz, Schwartzy uh, is has now decided to make all of humanity pay. Yeah, he wants to cover the the city and the world in endless winter. And I mean, then didn't we you cut. Want to do that earlier. <laughs> I just know, wanted to yeah. do that to Gotham to get the billions first. <laughs> he science. just wanted to repeat the line because every line is repeated eighty different times in this movie. Um, uh, Give oh, Wilfred yeah, the, the all, disc, Alfred. Uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's on, he's on his way out. We've got stage one. Uh, what's its name? Disease. Mac- McGregor, McGregor disease. It's Ian McGregor disease. <laughs> It's transporting disease. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, like. At this point, Robin pushing this narrative that he's not appreciated enough is just like getting <laughs> so intense. Where it's just like yeah. he's like constantly pu- putting himself in danger, constantly putting other people in danger. Oh, dude, he f- loses every single fight after the first fight. Basically, loses every single fight. He's totally reckless, totally pigheaded. I mean, why not just get this other lady who's there to like? ruin her life by becoming Batgirl. It's, it might as well. I mean, he's going to anyway. Um, sorry, go ahead. That was a tangent. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, this scene is just like, it's all kind of transitional montage stuff. Like, it's just Cher, or Cher, Batgirl finds out <laughs> about uh, Alfred's disc. You've got Horny Robin being underappreciated and thirsty for more. Wanting his own bat signal in the yeah, fucking which is, sky. Which eventually gets a payoff because he just oh, wants totally. to matter. And then we cut to the observatory. I forgot to mention this before. The two scientists, the diversity scientists. Oh my God. <laughs> the necessary yeah, it was so diverse. 90s diverse casting. Yeah, because the only people of color are either East Asian or black. Or, uh, yeah, black. And yeah. Then that's it. There's no like Indian people, there's no native people. Nope. It's just East Asian and black. Yeah. That's what we got here. Diversity science. Yeah. And in like the minor roles. Yes. They just have a couple expositionary roles and then screaming. They did have some lines though. Yeah. A a couple. couple, Like some pretty okay ones if I remember correctly. But anyway. But we cut to the science, like the scientists are setting up the telescope and then freeze en route saying revenge is a, oh, he just screams revenge at the top of a scene. Oh yeah. 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 And laughs about it. Oh my god. So good. It's yeah. so good. And then Bane sets up the bat signal that is now the Robin signal. Yes. I love the Robin signal. It looked so good. And I liked the like um fiberglass that it was made out of. It so just was like literally that like plastic layer had just been taken off. It looked so crisp and fresh with no <laughs> fingerprints on it. I loved it so much. The production design of this movie was like I, I was just like it looked like a, a big like piece of candy. Yeah. Like I was just like wanting to eat this movie the whole way through. I thought it was visually stunning. Yeah. I love the lighting sure. in this movie. Bane rips the bat signal out, uh, which is apparently really close to the observatory. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and then, and then we do have a. This is the moment that I was like, "This is a nice tender moment between Bruce and Alfred." I really yeah. like this scene. I it's thought where this he was says, nice. "I love you." It's the only time yeah. that he expresses it. It's so beautiful. It's, 
and we get really that nice. other montage into like past yeah um, the third time yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the third yeah back. yeah and, and alfred's like, lips you know, are the juiciest they get were they giving him directions to do the, the juicy lips <laughs> this oh. is the oh, juiciest lip they're so juicy but also like 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 bruce wayne kisses him and hugs him it's I nice i like this it's nice I do too it's so sweet um, it's so well acted it is it, that's the only scene where i was like hey man like it, more of this this is so nice i like yeah. this um and the next Batgirl jump is Batgirl fu- violating trust <laughs> so much violation Batgirl of trust in this movie doing the this is violation of trust the movie nobody cares about alfred's autonomy in this movie at whatsoever all, no. he's not a person no. he's an object the whole way through the whole way through yeah she looks at i guess blueprints for all the batman stuff that projects onto her face well, and then she like realizes that she can be batgirl this is the password scene which i think is the funniest thing because the only thing she knows about her uncle are english stereotypes <laughs> oh, totally. Every password totally. she, she tries, it's like in England. England. Oh my God, that's <laughs> so funny. She must think that he's a conservative nationalist, which he probably is. I mean, like, let's oh, be fair. Totally. Yeah, with his other upset. politics, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, yeah, so imperialist. Uh, uh, fucking Brexit politics. Um, the the thing being like the password being peg pays off in such a like dumb, oh, it's dumb so way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then when she does get into it, it just seems like a trailer for the movie. It's 100%. just like showing cool costumes and like fucking guns and shit. It's and the then intro the logo. Sequence. For Batman and Robin comes into the background. <laughs> totally. Man, it's like, I was like thinking, man, maybe this is just fucking meta genius. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe Scorsese is wrong about Batman and fucking DC movies and fucking comic book movies. This is pure fucking cinema, man. This is Kino to the max. I fucking <laughs> I agree, like, man. This it was crazy. good. I was on board. I was um, on board. I think this movie is art. It is just straight up art. Uh, and then right now we get more this is the mounting action of the film right we're getting to the big big part of the the standoff freeze exposits in the street to bane about how revenge is a dish best served cold oh no this is the size of your gun line he talks about having a big dick uh which is lovely (laughs) batman and robin fight more about ivy and batman tries to convince robin to be on his side uh and then diversity science gets attacked yes Totally. They get frozen for way longer than 11 minutes, by the way. Way longer. Dead. They way are longer. dead. They are dead. These are ghosts. These are aberrations. Like, this is not real. Uh, this is a fantasy dream that fucking is in someone's acid trip. Because, like, this is the whole, this whole movie's fucking bananas. Um, but yeah, it, it's like when, when, when Robin leaves the Batcave, he's like, it's a Robin signal. It's not a Batman signal. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? What that was happening? so juvenile. That was so and he's juvenile. Like, he literally is like, she's affected us with a pheromone. She wants to kill you, dick. And I was like, no, dude, yeah. this is not fucking. It's it, he plays it really well in this. Actually, like, uh. like anytime he's like wants to be like an active dick, that's when he like does actually pretty well. Those are the moments where he has like feeling to the part because he's totally an unfeeling person in this movie. He's like yeah. so plain. He plays like, he plays himself like a rich playboy piece of shit. Basically, it came really naturally to him. Yeah, he plays clearly. I mean, he's- yeah, 
Yeah, and, and oh, the uh, so much bobbly head, so much bobbly head. He bobbled um, so much; it was so weird. So Even in the mask, the like rubber neck piece that doesn't move, like moved so much around it. He was even more bobbly than Charlie in, uh, or not Charlie. What was the guy's name in fucking Lost? Kate, we have to go back to the island. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Matthew uh, Fox. Matthew Fox. Um, I always call him Charlie because of his role in Party of Five. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, the observatory is just full of crystals. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, uh, these people have eleven minutes to live. The diversity hires uh, the magical crystal telescope gun thing that magically fits in the telescope. For some reason, is locked in. Uh, this movie has an, is insane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's like uh, you know uh, what's her name uh, Alicia Silverstone breaks into the Batman's fucking violates oh, his trust dude. too. Okay, <sighs> and then fucking we get the reveal the that robot. We get the reveal that Alfred has black mirrored himself into existence. <laughs> his brain algorithms. <laughs> oh, dude, I oh. love the brain algorithms, Alfred. He like I was down. Uh, he like was like I anticipated that you would make this move. I mean, fair enough. Yes, but also like out fucking rages and he like already developed a suit for her like thought of every possibility i loved it i loved it it's so outrageous it's so insane the way she enters the Batcave in this moment is ridiculous to me because at many points in this movie you've seen them walk out a side entrance she comes up where the batmobile is stored on a <laughs> rotating platform oh my god oh my god yeah totally totally and she's like she's like I'd like to help Batman and Robin. And the robot is like, I anticipated this. And he's like, suit me up, Uncle Alfred. Ooh, it seems oh, so weird line. sexual. The yeah, suit like, me like, up, Uncle Alfred. Like Uncle Daddy up, Oscar Uncle was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, man. It's not good. Uh, also, her suit doesn't have nipples. Yeah, it has bra cups. Yeah, yeah, it has bra it, cups. It, it succumbs um, to wait. the no uh, female presenting nipple problem that we have in Instagram now. Yeah, yeah, it's totally, totally, totally. Her suit is Instagram safe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Robin gets to Ivy's hideout and go, <sighs> uh, she's in a flower that opens <sighs> up and she's inside and he goes, is your thumb the only part of you that's green? And I was like, gross dude that's fucking gross <laughs> this whole scene so is gross. magic i'm sorry but like it doesn't matter what your organs are in my view it's cool but if it's fucking green something's fucking wrong and she goes he goes comes up to her and he's like i need a sign so that he can trust her or whatever and she goes uh, how, about how about slippery, slippery when wet, when wet? It's the best. Oh my god, Slippery when Web was incredible. I was like, this is wildly erotic. And oh, then we get the rubber lips reveal. The, yeah. Oh my god, I love the rubber lips. It's like, you mean the PSA pro all the way condom through. message yes. of this goddamn movie, dude? This movie is about Shut safe the fuck sex. Up. I will oh not god. have you disparage this goddamn scene. Oh my god, it was it's perfect. A, no, it was amazing, dude. He totally dental dammed his way out of that one. A hundred percent. It was like the first 100%. time the dental dam has been used, and he did it successfully. And like every step of this scene are such natural escalations that are weird, yeah. but wonderful. Yeah. He did not get that mouth HPV. No, man. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but he did immediately pull off those lips within centimeters of her lips. Totally. She breathed some of that <laughs> shit into his face. She totally could have spit into his face. Yeah. But instead, she knocks him off her and throws him into a pool of water where he, uh, in forward and reverse motion of the video, tries to live. 
Oh my god! When he reverse motions back into the water, I was yes. like, oh, I can't wait to talk to him like about this. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up the reverse motion because I thought he was gonna do it. But goddamn, that was awesome! It looked so terrible. It was so clockable. It was insane. Um, guys, the sexy lady fight when uh, Batgirl gets there. Oh. Yeah, Ivy it's, like puts Batman up in her vines because they have a crush on him, and then Batgirl comes to save the day. Oh, it's so good! And it's, immediately slut shames Ivy, which was okay. This was you give women a bad name. Oh my god, she's a swerve, man. <laughs> oh, she's a swerve, totally, totally. I, it's not right. Yeah, it was a lot of things. It was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. It was totally like Spice Girl feminism all over the place. It was like... Oh, that's such a good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, she, like, cleverly records fucking uh, 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 Poison Ivy going, as I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug or whatever. Yeah, uh, you mean he, the beautiful like, HD fucking, yeah, uh, like, totally. n- Nintendo Switch video we get later on? Oh, totally, totally. Um, and then how, like, uh, they, he and <laughs> Batgirl gets introduced and it's like, Batgirl, that's not PC. <laughs> what about Batwoman or Batperson? <laughs> and then she goes, with no response from Bruce, she goes, Bruce, it's me, Barbara. <laughs> I fucking laughed so goddamn much. I laughed much so much because at it was Bruce, just it's like, me, wait, Barbara. Wait, because wait. it's so obviously Barbara. Yeah. It is yeah, it's so like, obviously Barbara. She gets such oh, chunky dialogue in this part. It's insane. Oh, man. Yeah, totally. Uh, She's the cool happened. girl who's friends with all the guys. I'm not gonna fucking lie, guys. Like this hour, this this point of the movie, I was like, I, I sped it up to like two and a half. Hundred uh, percent. This is the worst part like, of the movie. Holy fuck, so yeah. much shit is just exploding, and they're stopping the satellite, and Batgirl's like, uh, you know, uh, boys, always doing it the hard way. I flipped the computer with my fucking computer science, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, and and Robin is just like a fucking douche who's like oh falling. And then I, he, there he was does, so then many she, cuts to like Batman and Mr. Freeze fighting the whole time. And it was just like, it looked seemingly like the same scene over and over and over again. And I was so bored. And like, there's some kind of cool, funny moments where like a dog gets frozen while peeing on a hydrant. And like, you know, I don't know, just this whole scene was so boring. This whole ending, this whole section. I think everything after Ivy getting defeated is just like unnecessary in this movie. I agree. You just don't need it. It doesn't add anything and it all seems so like superfluously self-aggrandizing. I really (laughs) like the choice of putting free jazz into this, into the score of this movie. There was so much free jazz. So much outrageous outrageous stuff, music, music choices. Mm, Choices. Just to cut a long story short, everyone's frozen in this city. And Batman realizes that he can, like, send relays all over surrounding the planet Earth to, like, defrost the the, the city, basically. They're going to use, like, light from the Congo, is what they say. It, It was so dumb. It was so dumb and so boring. And a red laser melts everything, and... Instead of burning everybody, which is probably what would probably happen. what would happen. Totally. I was thinking, like, like it would just. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, that's concentrated sunlight. That's a magnifying glass. Everyone would explode. 
fires yeah, would, would be just, everywhere. Just, like, it's it's so outrageous. Yeah, like that would not be the way to save any of these people. Uh, it would just be like mass chaos and murder throughout the fucking thing. Um, the representational then, you know, scientists say, hey, it's just one of those days. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking brutal. They shrug off perils so easily. It was so random. Um, sorry. Oh, when Bane starts leaking juice for some reason, just for no reason. Well, because they kicked his tube out. No, 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 they kick oh, him off. Yeah, okay. he, I didn't what, see that. what happens is uh, Barbara and uh, uh, Robin, uh, they save. Or Robin tries to save her from falling to mirror the scene where they were falling before, but then his like bat sling thing fails, and then she saves him, and she's like, "No, I've got you." And then they start fighting Bane because they need a bad guy to fucking fight. Uh, and then as Bane is holding the choking both of them out, they both kick the venom poison that's been powering him out of his head, and then he shrinks back down to like a wiener. He shrinks um, back down to like pre-steroids Chris Evans in Captain America 2. Yeah. Oh, and he's totally, just whimpering totally. on the ground. Yeah. And it, there is no tension in that scene. Like, they just agree to kick the pipe and then kick the pipe. It's within two seconds, it's done. Yeah, I no, really also, think also they he, did uh, fucking Bane a little dirty in this scene. I mean... Yeah, because he's he's really a, a, a victim of every person in this movie. I like, kind he fights of like people. Him. But I, I do too. He, but like, he's just like beaten up and treated like shit and yeah. is the kind of, he parallels Alfred in a weird way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, like, in a, in a, like, he's just like used and abused constantly. People make fun of him all the time and uh-huh. then he just kicks over and then probably dies. Oh, he yeah. probably needs that poison to survive. And part of that um, like collapsed, like part of that part of the building collapsed onto him. Oh, oh definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, and then uh, they tr- they treat Mister Freeze really nicely in yeah. this part, where he's like, "Oh man, like you just wanted to save your wife, and that's like a really noble thing." Hey, our Alfred has like this fucking disease, but it's like McGregor disease. McGregor, um, and he fucking is like, "Take two of these and call me in the morning." I just like he gives him Terminator blue like liquid (laughs) to give to Alfred. (laughs) Totally, totally. Um, And then the I don't know I I, yeah. And then fucking uh, the music at the end is fucking uh, (laughs) smashing pumpkins. Oh my god! Yeah, because like Alfred gets healed. There's pizza. It's a stupid ending. And then you get the smashing pumpkins. Billy Corgan at credits music, followed by R. Kelly singing city of justice (laughs) oh my god (laughs) jesus wow but that's the movie that's the credits that's it can i just tell you there's the one scene where alfred's like oh i'm rather disappointed at how poorly i've taught you proper house cleaning you mean by fucking cleaning everything and doing everything for the entire life alone (laughs) like not with the staff just him just him and without him, they went back to pizza because that's that's the sign that they've devolved into some kind of reckless abandon. There's a half-eaten oh, pizza. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And Alfred says they're going to need a bigger cave because in the next movie, Adam West is going to be Uncle Batman. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and and Robin's sad that there's still no Robin signal. <laughs> Guys, oh man, that's brutal. That's let, brutal. Let's go to the rating of this movie. Oh man, yes. 
Okay. Um, Devin, what yeah. did you what did you what did you rate this movie out of Schwartzy's first off? Okay, so for, for me, I think this is like a nine on the Schwartzy scale. It contains Oof. everything that is Schwartzy. It is all punchlines. It's all like catchy one-liners. He okay. does a lot of face acting. It's all Schwartzy eyes. It's about his physique. He is charming as fuck. He acts really well. Okay. I, I see you mentioning all my metrics. I, it's almost like I've listened before, and I'm just saying because I know you're going to give my it a low God. one. He has met my every standard God. that you set out. My for God, dude, Alex, I I can't see your face right now or feel your body language, but I want you to respond to that directly, please. Wait, sorry, yeah, I mean, Devin, what do you give this? Sorry, before you do that, Alex, yeah. what do you give this out of, out of, as a movie? As a movie, as like a straight up movie, this is hard because I think it is a terrible movie. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a four. Okay, but for me, it's a ten. It's okay. one of my favorite movies because cool. I like camp and I like bad film, and I think that there's like an earnest heart to this movie that holds up. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree, Alex. Um, I think you should respond to that. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the not the Schwartzies that I'm going to give it quite yet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rate the movie first. Uh, this this I, I have a little thirsty for more. When I'm, uh, a person that I know, uh, when he watched this the first time in 1997 in theaters, he's never seen it since. And it's because he was on acid when he watched it the first oh, time. Man. And said it was the most beautiful movie he had ever seen and wants to like keep it in that way wow. that made me want to watch uh the movie so bad that's uh, amazing of, there's a there's a lot of movies that get like uh sort of uh these like retrospective like go-to of like oh it's so interestingly postmodern, and like if we just apply this lens to it it's it's um it's cool. It's a good movie. You know what I mean? And like I mentioned Space Jam before uh, and Space Jam is not a good movie and Hook is not a good movie. That's a reverse sort of thing of that where like people put goggles on them. It's not good. Uh, but the thing is this movie, I would say that there's, it's interesting. Um, some of the commentary, it's just too jumbled. There's just too much of the movie. It feels like, like I said, the, the ending feels like Mr. Freeze going to jail and then threatening to leave. That feels like an ending to me. And then the rest feels like a sort of weird mishmash epilogue. Uh, I would give this actually like a 5.5. Because uh, I like some of it. I like the, it's interesting to interpret uh, and play with and be like, oh, this is cool costumes and look at all the the funny gay stuff and look at all the like interesting queerness and and all that stuff. I like all that stuff. And that's why I'm giving it as high rating. All that is cool. The acting is bad. The writing is bad. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, all the, there's no chemistry between anybody. Any of the it's characters, any characters, chemistry. no chemistry at all. No. No chemistry ever at all, in the at movie. All. Yeah, no. Um, there and all of it, all of the dial. I fucking hate Chris O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I like him. I think he could be a cool actor, but he's he did not in this movie. You mean TV um, actor Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. Um, oh, totally. So what's, totally. What's what's uh, what would you rate out of Schwartz's, dude? What would I rate it out of Schwartz's? I am gonna rate it a three out of Schwartz's out of ten because, like. There's no 
there's no like you say there is a physical so much of the physicality is like hidden behind uh like i like the robe stuff that's interesting robe acting but like man if i'm not seeing like muscly bod if i'm not seeing like something like happen uh there's like this like it just feels a little bit like so much of the suit was acting and um this is like bulkiness that that existed that's kind of awkward uh the schwartzy eyes being covered by like weird uh cancer uh uh uh, goggles in his fucking eyes the painting is is nice i like him as a bald dude that's cool yeah me too you're right his face acting is truly incredible because so much of his face has to act through Mm -hmm. like this like big body but i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a low grade i'm sorry man um yeah so okay i guess that leaves me um i'm gonna Martin, start right who off gonna, who are you gonna who are you gonna yeah. join now you gotta your fucking dear brother or are you gonna <laughs> fucking cater to some goddamn guest that we have the person that lived with you that suffered through the war of our parents i'm just gonna, gonna say that disagreeing with me, with me is homophobic <laughs> just gonna throw that out there okay okay oh, oh, oh right, damn right. no see the yeah no you, holy fuck dude you can't do oh that my God, to you're me being you converted into a, a goddamn marxist postmodernist, dude don't join the jordan peterson of your brother oh man okay hold on hold on <laughs> so, oh this is making him so uncomfortable this is so funny oh, in the best okay. way okay listen so um out of schwartz's i'm gonna give this a 3.5 <gasps> and the reason that i give it's such a low grade is for a lot of the reasons Alex stated, but I just wanted to kind of like elaborate on some of them. Um, Schwartzy's in a suit. Uh, Schwartzy didn't need to be in this movie. He makes this movie better, but this movie is not about him, which is fine. It doesn't need to be about him, but it's just, if I'm rating it out of Schwartzy's, I'm not going to give it a good grade because he if anything illustrated that he's a good actor in this movie and by illustrating that he's a good actor, you know, deserves those Schwartzy points, but it's just the acting. It doesn't have the other elements to me that make him, you know, it has one-liners, but they're Batman one-liners, you know, they're in the style of Batman and yes, he delivers them well, but that's a testament to his acting, not to his Schwartziness. to me, to me. I mean, it could just be totally arbitrary and it is, but yeah, I just, I, I'm just, you know, that's, that's, that's how I feel. Um, his physicality, he's good in the suit, but it's a suit and the suit's really cool, but it's a suit mm-hmm. and, um, his face acting, it's his acting. It's all his acting. He's not very charming in the movie. He's, he's not. Yeah, that's he's, all the dialogue. Like, it, that's the thing. It's like, he, he's lovable, but he's not. No, he's not. Uh, he's not lovable. He's, he's not a lovable mean or dick. charming. He's yeah. a mean dick. He's yeah. Like- I just I don't like I don't like him in this movie. I, I I mean and I think that's a testament to his acting and he did the role, which, you know, again, but it doesn't deserve Schwartzies. 3.5. I give it a 0.5 extra because I really like the way the stucco looked on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I think that nice. looked I think his head looks amazing. I think and without eyebrows. Oh man, I was all on board for that. Like the look, man. And like when he didn't, in the rare moments when you could see the way his head connected to his neck, it looks so sexy. It was just like, you could see like those big traps and you're like, man, 
He looked so good. like that's why I got the point five. Yeah, for that. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say that your opinion's wrong, but there is a, a maybe a how did you guess? How did you guess about how they made his lines more Schwartzy because it was originally written in a Shakespearean style? Oh, okay. They wrote the puns. Uh, you could for totally him. tell that. Wow. You could totally tell that too. That's like, cool. The, the way. Yeah. yeah. It that's is cool. cool. I'm not changing change my it. score. I'm not <laughs> changing my score. I'm not changing my score, that's but that's cool. good to double down. It's good to um, double down. But yeah, out of a movie, like, I mean, a six, if I'm, if I'm like saying for myself how much fun I had, but as a movie, like four, oh, oh, it's bad. like a four, like a bad four. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> but you know what I, it, there, there, and just to kind of really like hit the point home, um, I really like that Joel Schumacher is celebrating queerness in this movie mm-hmm. in like a really fun way. And in a way that's not like talking about it, it's just showing it. And I, I think that that was really cool and like really interesting visually. And it like really bumps the movie up in my, in my opinion, if, when I, if I'm watching it through that lens, but otherwise, you know, like it's a shitty fucking movie. It's a shitty movie with bad acting and bad dialogue. I think the bad acting worked for the camp and stuff. And I really think Joel Schumacher was going for that two takes break sort of thing of yeah. like, just like get that economy of, you know, whatever the movement. But anyway, yeah, dude. Oh my God. Alex, do you know what this is, man? Do you know what this is? What is it? This marks is this? the end of the 20th episode of Schwartzy the Podcast, dude. Oh, nice. Nice. Amazing. Milestone. Amazing. What a landmark. Yeah, totally. totally. Oh, my God. I'm, uh, I'm excited for End of Days, oh, the next movie. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm, I'm excited to be prepared to hate this movie because uh, I have pretty fond memories of this movie. I don't <laughs> oh, think man. I've watched this movie more than a couple of times. Like, I feel like End of Days was one of the ones. Gabriel Burns, like, what a weird oh, choice dude. to be with. Like, like oh, yeah, it's, so the kind of, it's the kind of person that, like, you never saw with Schwartzy before a movie like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you would never. Where did like, you see a guy like that with Schwartzy in another role ever? Yeah, ever? Even, like even James Caan, you're like, okay, like I guess I could see James Caan <laughs> with fucking Schwartzy. I guess James Coburn. That's a little weird, but like, uh, it, okay, all right. They're like right wing guys, oh or like God. perceptively right wing guys, like uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Chuck Heston, but like, you know, that's a weird, like Gabriel Stop. Barnes is like a weird choice. <laughs> totally weird and choice. And they're also like, it's like yeah. artsy choice. <laughs> artsy Schwartzy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, totally. I can't wait for artsy Schwartzy. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you, Devin. Devin, for being... uh, it, it was, it, it was really nice having you. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Do you have like a, uh, uh, you're a comedian, right? I am. Yeah. I do some comedy, but nothing to plug actively uh, right now because I'm you, working no? in the okay. backgrounds have... all secretly. Do you have anything that you've written that you want to like show off? Or? I saw Devin perform at the Fringe Festival. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's true. that's before a hundred really thirsty for more. Talked. Yeah, before we'd <laughs> even talked, and it was it was like random. It was like a random way to be introduced to somebody. Um, but yeah, um, your your performance in that was really good. Oh, thanks. That's was, really nice. Of you it to was say. really good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say the thing was good. There were things I liked about it. I'd say the same thing. Yeah, I I'm sorry. But oh, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I have the same opinion. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm not doing anything that you can follow or access at this moment. But I'm working on some stuff, so I don't know. Look for my name around Toronto; it'll be there. Oh, did I just like call yeah, out sure. your thing? Are people gonna listen to this and be like, "It's totally fine"? 
I've, I'm very vocally not impressed with that show. Cool. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> impressive. It was not impressed. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, uh, I mean, you were good in it. And, and I, there were matters. things that I saw about it where I was like, these people know what they're doing, but yeah. they didn't know what they were doing here. Yes. Or they just couldn't agree on stuff, it Th- seemed. There were a lot of hiccups on the road to yeah. that. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. But it's fine. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, I, no, I'm glad they, to be a witness to the historic 20th episode. Yes. It's amazing. Who knows what the next 20 will bring? Uh, all right, Alex. Bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> and just in a little right, thirsty boys. for more, dude. Thirsty for more. You're in Serbia right now, and there's all this news coming out with Belgrade being the most polluted air city in the world right now on the index for the most polluted air city in the world. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I feel it. It's sweet, sweet uh, lead in my lungs every day. Maybe you should hold it hostage and try to get billions for some research. Oh, totally. Yeah, I should. With a freeze (laughs) button. Yeah. Use harp. There's all these harp uh, theories conspiracy theories in serbia they're really disappointing um anyway uh, i'll talk to you later man uh just try not to breathe too heavily yeah for sure bye guys have a good night bye